Now, goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard!
It is Beard Talk Live. I got. Is this thing on? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it, it'll be down here. Uh, down here, guys. Yeah. Volume. Can you hear? Is that too loud? Fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, I just cranked everybody up a significant amount in your headphones. So, can you? Yeah. I can't hear you, bro. You can't hear me at all. Oh, that's because you're I over can here. Hear me. Oh shit! Try it now. <laughs> All right, now hey, I got sound. Right. I was like, dude, dude, I, I forgot at night we have to plug <laughs> into the we other do, Yeah, we got to do the, and I moved everybody's except yours, apparently. Uh, well, so, nobody you know. expected you to. Well, <laughs> you know, when you're sitting in the first chair, hang on, I got to do a thing, I apparently... Yeah, yeah, you're, not, you're not used to this. I actually want, want just... you to train me in this on the on the <laughs> air. You can't teach an old nobody new tricks, man. I mean, bet you can. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know JavaScript at all a year ago. Yeah, and now I'm doing half of my work in JavaScript. So I learned a completely new well, programming language, which that, is that is that is a very different statement for someone who already programs than for someone who doesn't already program. Yes, it's true. Every language that you learn makes the next language er, easier, right? Um, because there's always commonality. Everything grew out of something else, and the same is true of of human language. But computer languages are so much simpler. Because they're designed. Well, yeah. So I mean, to be uh, understood man, by if, a, computer, if a computer, which isn't smart. If a computer tried to do what your what your brain was doing when you follow a sentence, it would break down. I mean, like yeah. uh, the, the, the it, complexity the mechanism that is just doesn't built into exist, and I don't think it can ever be written. Because the problem is, when I was doing AI, I tried to completely understand how my mind works. Well, a lot of times when you run a program under a debugger, well, that's like trying to put a it cup may inside crash itself. because of something the debugger is doing. So basically, whenever you think about something, you start thinking about thinking about it. Some guy and named, then you start thinking about thinking about thinking about it. And then uh, it's recursive. Not if I don't and notice. It, wait, wait, I'm Sometimes sorry, guys. Sometimes I don't hang, notice hang that I'm thinking about it. I, I'm sorry, guys. I was doing a thing. Some Somebody named Crash got buggered. I, I, don't, I was only picking up pieces of the conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you don't have to recap. I'm, I'm okay. making a joke. Well, we should. We, maybe, maybe we should, should recap. Well, Just, we should say this is... Episode number two of Oh, did we completely blow of, off oh, the of Beard Talk Live? I mentioned that it's Beard You've Talk been Live. Landed suddenly in the middle of Beard Talk Live. Yeah, like airdropped, no, you know, time travel, just you know, you ev uh not evaporated. What's the opposite of that? You teleported. Uh you <laughs> teleport you, is not the opposite de-evaporated? of evaporated. No, no, no it's but not. like not you materialized. De- materialized. Thank you. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Yes. Uh, materialized. Oh, and you said something about uh Jawas and scripts that you I don't not, know. You were no, talking no, Star not Wars? Not Jawa script. <laughs> oh, basically, he said something about... Oh, that's software about... in the Star Wars universe. Right, exactly. Jawa, yeah. Jawa script requires yeah. glowing eyes to read, you see. <laughs> uh, basically, I was, I was just saying that he, he was saying I was uh, too old to learn new tricks. And I thought I just learned a new programming. Language. I didn't say that, but I did insinuate. I might have yeah. even implied. No, you said you can't teach an old nobody new tricks. That's but he exactly might have been talking about the other one. 
There is more than one nobody, I think. Yeah, but you got his pronouns. I've, I've identified three <laughs> so far. There are three nobodies. Yeah, that that I've identified so far. I know one. So there's this one. Yes. There, there's the real there's nobody. The, there's the return. There's the not anybody. Mm-hmm. Or uh, also known as no one. Right. And then there's just not anyone of particular social importance. A uh, nobody. Uh-huh. Oh. But there's also NPC. the sarcastic right. nobody. Uh, well, and, okay. and not necessarily an NPC. Nobody would ever guess that to be true, right? Exactly. Exactly. So there's a sarcastic nobody who's actually everybody. So everybody's nobody. But nobody is everybody. Yes. Well, and now that my brain has I'm been just flattened an idea, into a pancake and, and ideas pulled it over are on bulletproof. itself, let's start. <laughs> I can see this will be an interesting evening. A mental mindfuck um, can be nice. Because, <laughs> because we claim this to be... As opposed to an emotional mindfuck. That's actually a line from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Is it time for toast? Are we throwing rice? What's going on? Um... <laughs> We you have been asked to refrain from throwing rice because it's very hard to vacuum up off the theater floor. Transsexual so the transvestite from Transylvania hanging I'm just somewhere? a sweet transvestite. Boom chicka boom chicka boom chicka boom uh, from right, transsexual. No, nobody wants to hear that. Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, I mean that in both senses of nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> All right. We have to agree to try not to talk over each other. Like throughout the whole show, like we're gonna do it. It's just yeah. gonna happen. It's I, already I happened. I think the first thing like that to... we should learn to do is forgive each other when we do, because we will sometimes. Because this isn't like free talk live. Okay. Oh, this we're, is way fucking different. It's it it, it is emphasis on the a little fighting. bit louder and, and a little bit worse. And the thing is, what I want to see be is something that's less formal than. Uh, so then, far, so good. Oh, Less yes, formal. Absolutely. Second verse, same as the first. <laughs> yeah, you know? and uh, and I want it to be a lot more more open because basically, uh, on free talk lives, live there's limitations Ooh, about what I can talk about. Okay, because some of what I talk about isn't necessarily going to be of interest to the entire. Uh, audience, for example, so, some of the technical stuff I do goes sure. goes too deep for that audience. Yeah, we we keep a, a high level on well, you know, cryptocurrency. I think in general we try. Sometimes we get down into the weeds, and mm-hmm. you know, I think we probably alienate some people. So we try not yeah. to, you know, get that deep on free talk well, live. And I'm gl- I'm well, glad you brought up is- the like like the the, the quantity. And the quality. Yeah. So, like, in the, like, quality of, like, getting deep into it, we try to not get too deep because, like, you don't, you don't want people to, like, sit there with their, you know, thumb up their butt not knowing what the hell you're even talking about. No. You want no, them the to be opposite. engaged in the idea. But I will say, like... I'm also pissed off at being corrected about, you guys talk about Bitcoin too much. And it's like, okay... I, Bitcoin is literally the most effective method that exists of pulling our power back from the United States I, federal government. Just wait till the church says hold that my they beer. Are involved in. Like for the like it is it is a grass movement infrastructure. It, for the first time in human fucking history, there is a grass movement anarchist, that is to say no leader, a leaderless infrastructure and it's money. 
Right. It's yeah. real fucking money in that you can spend it and you can trade it. And For you can... the first time in human <clears throat> history, we developed a method of having money that doesn't reward you inexorably what, for already having money and what and also by creating our own currencies what, we take our power back from the bank right and what pisses me off the most is that regular people don't see it it is as we easy as downloading an app and learning a new app i know all hundreds thousands of people who are very mm. capable of downloading a new app and learning how to navigate around within the but, app and do things within the but app the but is, for some reason they can't download a wallet app and mm-hmm. figure out how to use cryptocurrency to exchange between okay. each other here here's what i need need you to do first thing Pull out your phone sometime when you get a chance and look at the user interface of Cash App and then go look at the user interface. Well, I I do sometimes. I've actually never used Cash App. I don't know what the user interface looks like. I have used Venmo. Okay. Well, Cash App and Venmo are the same thing. The thing is they're written by professional programmers Mm -hmm. and they're not written for use by geeks. They're written for use by users. Sure, I get that. Bitcoin wallets are still written for the engineer. I don't, don't, I beg to differ because, like, I use a lot uh, Edge Wallet, particularly Mm -hmm. here in town, right? Because there's so many places that take the cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Uh, AnyPay went out of their way to make sure that the Edge Wallet works with their, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, payment system so that the people who do accept the cryptocurrency around here mostly use AnyPay. And so I use that wallet a lot. That wallet is just as easy to use as Venmo, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm able to pick, oh, I want to transact with Ethereum or Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash or Monero or whatever. I just have to activate mm-hmm. those coins within my wallet. And then it's like, send. Yes. But, How much but, do you want to send? $10. Uh, scan mm-hmm. the QR code. Pff, bam. It's done. Think about the whole story you get when you first install a wallet. Think of how much you have to learn. Yeah, that you is. You have to yeah, understand public keys and private keys, and why you have to secure your keys, and how you have and, to secure your the, keys. That all right the is, things that you don't have to know to use Venmo. Right. Well, and that right there is number one. It's a misconception because you don't actually need to know those things. You do to operate the software because well, the first thing you have to do with the software is generate. Uh, your your recovery work. They're, they're still okay. They're and still in order nerds. to do that, you have to know why you're doing it. Hey, they're still nerds of, of no. epic proportions who like misplaced the keys to their Bitcoin wallet with like thirty Bitcoin in it, like you know, two yeah. decades ago or whatever. Or lose or lose the password. There's no there's right. no recovery. So, but there's okay. like so I would not be surprised for that matter if that's sure. what happened to Satoshi Nakamoto. <laughs> you think Satoshi he lost locked his himself keys up. and he was too ashamed <laughs> to come forward. After that, because um, all of a sudden he couldn't I'm prove gonna, who he was. I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm go with no. It's not impossible, but I'm gonna go with no. That is not why Satoshi Nakamoto hasn't accessed any of his funds. That would be hilarious. I kind of hope it isn't, and I kind of hope it is mm. for now, different reasons, obviously. Now, okay, so first off, you don't need to know any of that shit. Like you okay, do like okay. You're a you're a programmer. User you're a programmer. Okay, when I click Venmo, when I click the buttons that show up on Venmo, when I click the buttons that show up on Cash App, I don't need to know any of what those buttons do. I just need to know what the button says it does. Oh well, the thing is, 
the, the difference is with Venmo or Cash App, there is an organization, okay, that has professional engineers who are working to secure the system right. to the to the to the level that at least that you won't accidentally lose your account. How do we okay. then incentivize professional level engineers to engage in building better tools, more user friendly tools? Mm. Of course. What else could you well, do? Well, I mean, well, I, I certainly can't afford to just pay a developer because I think it's a good idea. Right. So there's a way. How do you pay them? There's a way of fixing that, okay? And and let me go into some of the background, okay? Uh, you're in the Great Depression. Okay. Um, it's the it's the Great Depression. Okay. Okay. You're a poor person during the Great Depression, which right. is pretty much everybody. Yep, not hard to believe. Sounds pretty you, depressing. You were making a good living as a carpenter five years ago. Okay. Back when you we could have gold in our pocket. know how to build houses. You still have all your tools. You still have everything you need to build houses, but nobody's hiring you because nobody has any money. It does occur to me that the Great Depression is an oxymoron. Yeah. It's like well, jumbo doesn't shrimp. doesn't sound too great the to me, is, right? The federal reserve created the Great Depression, but it was FDR who made it great. Well, not, none of them. Mm. Well, I, great by what sense of the word? Big. Large. Real big. Very large. Well, and to be fair, that's actually the definition of great. We've just... Yeah, they know they weren't saying it was great. They okay, went through it. They still, it, into the idea it still that, doesn't apply to Britain. Yes, it is. Uh, well, what no, the, because there's so, there's so many things bigger than Britain. So there's Britain. Little Britain, and then there's Great Britain. So Little Britain <laughs> is basically England, maybe yeah, Wales, depending on Britain. how you slice it. But yeah. greater, Great Britain greater England includes those crazy is, Scots is and empire. possibly the Irish. It's what's left of the empire. But, there was okay, England, can't Great and then Britain... there was Greater England, which was the area that they that they uh, ruled, which was much larger Great than Britain their could fit into like. Texas a couple, two, three times or something But like that, that right? didn't stop it from controlling most of the world at one time. But we're not calling it Great Texas. Well, it doesn't have <laughs> to be big. Should. Texas has never been the center of the world. But it's huge. As far as the human... There was have a you ever time, been to Texas? Don't tell them that. Yeah, the Texans think it's the center of the world, but nobody else right, does. Right. Just like we think New Hampshire is the center of the world. Because that's Only where the free our commitment world. is. I'm moving to Great New Hampshire. <laughs> it may be Great New Hampshire one day. and the So... The universe, or Great New Hampshire, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, thing the greater is, New Hampshire area, if you will. Yeah. But the thing is, in order, in order to make this happen, okay, so you've got the, the Great Depression is going on. Put yourself in that place. Okay. You still know how that. to be a carpenter. You still have tools. You still have your skills. So far, so good. And people still need houses yep. built. Yep. Why aren't you working? The answer is because everybody's a liquid. Nobody has the actual Ill-liquid. money. Yeah, Ill- everyone's a liquid. liquid. 
Yeah. And basically... I, I get gassy from time to time. When you get a liquid, you stop being able to trade. Right. It's It's like the extreme case of having no credit. Right. Which, okay. okay, I'd like to point out how deeply bizarre of a circumstance that is. I mean, as you pointed out, okay, the factories are still there, the mm-hmm. people are here, the tools are here, but we run out of inches? It's a, <laughs> it's a fucking... Oh, I mean, what it is, yeah. is it's a fucking financial case, okay? It's not a malfunction of the economy. It's a malfunction right. of the fucking banking system. Right, right, of the tools That's used it. to do the exchanging. So what crypto gives you, gives you the ability to do, if you trade it with people you know to be honorable... Okay, and you trade it at a particular value, for example, one gold back, Mm -hmm. so that you can give people change from gold backs in it, and that's how we how we trade the idea out. Now, but but there's a couple of magical things that uh, that go on there. Basically, it's a zero sum coin. Um, Define zero sum. Yeah, you lost me there. This is how a zero sum coin works. Well, define zero sum and then define zero sum coin. Um, Oh, right. There's other people in this conversation besides us. A zero sum game is where everything that the winners win, they have to take from the losers because there's only a fixed amount of stuff. Okay. A plus one okay. for you winning the football game yeah. is a minus one for me losing exactly. the football game. Exactly. I can't win unless you lose. Okay. Okay? Now, that's very different from business. Okay? In business, every time you as my customer for raw materials, I every do like time... You sell your your finished product. I cheer because it means that you're going to come back and buy more shit from me, so you can make your next one and right. sell it again. Right? Okay. So we're on the same team. We have a double thank you. Right. Where I say thank you because I needed the stuff more than the, I needed the money at the moment, yep. and you said thank you because you needed the money more than you needed the stuff. Right. At the literal miracle, right? Because at the end of it, we, on the one hand, still have all the same stuff that we had beforehand, but we also don't have the same stuff we had beforehand because we have more. That's why my analogy: make yourself liquid again by basically having this coin, and the way, um, and the way more gets created is by people putting out buy orders for it. Okay. Basically, they commit that I have 200 physical gold backs that I will hold, that I will use to buy the gold pack crypto when it comes to me, but I may not do that immediately. I will do it when it comes to me and when it makes sense. I might give you gold backs uh, for crypto, but keep my buy order intact. For example, if I have more bet back, more gold backs than I expected to have, this, this is and, great because it only solidifies my analogy. And my analogy has always been that uh, cryptocurrency is the language mm-hmm. of money now, right? Where, it, like, my analogy specifically is music. 
and everybody not agrees. Just money. Everybody, well, okay, uh, I'll, I'll rephrase that in just a second. But if music is the language of emotion. That's a universally accepted thing when it comes yeah, to music, right? Music definitely. is the language of emotion. Cryptocurrency music is the language is the of food value. Of love play on that my love might surfeit and die. <laughs> Cryptocurrency <laughs> is the language of the exchange of value. Right. But in the same way music is the language of emotion. Language. Yes, language. Because the thing is to play music, you have to know how to play the notes, right? Yep. But you also have to know what notes to play and, and when. what order to put them in and how to create a new sequence of notes that is pleasing as music. Right. Well, and that's vocabulary and grammar. Right? Uh, well, yeah, it's, vocab- like vocabulary it's vocabulary is knowing what notes grammar, to play. But grammar is knowing when to play them. Else. It's, it's, it's epistemology. Uh, with um, music, it's uh, rhyming schemes, it's right? Your ability to be wordy. Mm. It is art. It is art, definitely. Yes. And I believe oh, that's both, why they call it language art. I believe exactly. both cryptocurrency and music are art. I think and they're the same the thing, thing, just different applications. But but cryptocurrency. Hmm. I'll definitely agree is, that they're both kinds of art, but I, I don't see how they're how they're the same thing. They're both languages. Cryptocurrency is a language without literature. Is the problem though? I mean, there you is learn, literature. People have written books about it. The, and, people have written books in English about it. But what I'm talking about is is and I'm and I'm using the uh, I'm using I guess it in in the vernacular. Okay. Okay. Because with programming, you have a programming language. Yes. And then you have the sum of all the open source code that's been written in that language and is available to you to study. Okay. Sure. The language is just learning the library, the literature, the literary Mm -hmm. tradition. So what we need to do is build the equivalent of of, of of a literary tradition for Bitcoin. But what form sort does of the, that take? Sort of the what you were saying uh, about, uh, and it's a very common belief, and I can't say it's wrong in any particular way, about uh, it's in its infancy. It's what everyone says. Yes. Right? And now, it's a tool uh, what I like that to, nobody knows how to well, use. And what I like to point out about that is like one way or the other, not for long. Exactly. Because like, yeah. yeah, you know this whole everything's pegged to the dollar system? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's literally no way to stop it and crumbling. if this were any other point in history, and I'm talking about, uh, we'll call it uh, BN, right? And there's BC. Well, BN is before Nakamoto, right? Mm-hmm. So in the year BN, uh, if all of this economic turmoil were happening, the government were inflating the dollar to the tunes of billions almost monthly now, um that there would be no proverbial escape hatch. People would be flocking to real estate, uh, you know, solid gold, solid silver, anything, tra- you know, ammunition, all that kind of stuff. And to some extent, some people are but, now. But the but thing there is, would be no with ex- that kind of physical hatch. stuff, you can't do things like buy things over the internet. Right. Because you'd have to walk over to right. Amazon.com and they're not going to have it. And that's the reason to get off of gold in the first place. Because right. gold's right. a great, great thing, except for its portability. So let's give it a mix. There's, there's, It's not just portability. There's several 
areas of ideal money where gold is lacking. It's not as divisible as you would like it to be. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you can... Def- that, which is why mm-hmm. silver became popular at all. Right. Because silver, uh, because of its different value, which has mm-hmm. to do with like how easy it is to make, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of that, it, it, you wanted to get more silver for the same good mm-hmm. or service, and that made it easier to and buy. It. So, the- so basically what you do is you do the same thing, but you do it by having a gold-backed denominated crypto that can be fractionalized. <laughs> so basically, when somebody uh, when somebody buys something that costs three and three quarters gold backs, they give you four. You send them a, you send Whoa. them a quarter of a coin of of a gold back I dig it. as as change. And then when I, that I really, builds I... up to a gold back, it's redeemable. What uh, what enthuses me about cryptocurrency and goldbacks is, and I'm talking about them together, not just indiv- individually. Mm. I think they're both amazing, and they're both well worth whatever it is you have to do to get some. Uh, but working together, I noticed that one day, all of a sudden, you could just go on a regular-ass Internet site. You didn't have to go on, like, the dark web or, you know, Tor or anything like that. Just a regular-ass website, a gold and silver place. You go on, and you could buy gold backs for crypto. That mm. is already a thing that exists. If any, if you have crypto and you want to buy some gold backs, multiple on-ramps, you can, and that thing just... Mm-hmm. It just materialized out of fucking nowhere, right? All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you can do that? Mm-hmm. Fuck, nobody announced. Like, it wasn't announced. There was no, no fanfare. There was no, mm-hmm. like, there are a couple articles written about it, I'm sure. But, like, yeah, nobody no, the, was like, one so, of the, so one you of the know things what that people that's suggested called. all the time is like, well, but it's not backed by anything. And that's what's wrong with Bitcoin is it's not backed by anything. You should back so it with gold. So you can back it like, by anything it you want is. to. Yeah. I can buy gold okay. backs with cryptocurrency. Don't tell me cryptocurrency doesn't have any value. Don't tell me it's only used for criminal intent and all that kind of crap. Because <laughs> Don't tell me it's not backed by gold because mm-hmm. I can buy gold with Bitcoin. But there's one thing that's, that's missing there, which is the ability to um, basically it leaves you exposed to market risk. Where basically, if you denominate your wealth in gold, what, oh, gold, in back, gold backs, right, yeah, okay, and and you hold your wealth primarily in the same coin that you that you denominated in, yeah. you think about it in, which goldbacks is pretty convenient for that. Super then convenient. basically, mm-hmm. you don't have any market risk. But as soon as you introduce a new denomination. It's like if you're holding half of your wealth in Swiss francs, you're always going to be wondering how is the Swiss franc trading against the dollar right now? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have physical gold backs as a part of your wealth, yes, then you're and the always rest going of to be it wondering. is held in a gold back denominated coin then you're not worried about that coin going up again, up and down against goldbacks because if it goes down right. against goldbacks, you can bring it back up by yeah. trading Everybody some Everybody agrees that a, that a gold-backed cryptocurrency would have value and utility. Mm-hmm. How come nobody's done it yet? Because they've been trying to figure out how to centralize it. Hmm. Well, and the also... answer is don't centralize it, decentralize it, by basically, instead of having banks full of the stuff, 
you have people like your website out there accept the uh, the fucking coin. Mm. Okay, for it. And anybody who's in the business of selling things, get Ian to accept it. Then all of a sudden, if you can trade one of these for like 0.99, or if you can trade oh, I 1. If, 1.01 of them. For I wonder if, if uh, the golds and like the coin shops, there's thousands, yeah. hundreds, maybe hundreds of thousands of and them across the, the United is, States. Hang on, hang on. Cool. I'm having yep. a thought. I'm, 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 I'm just wondering if... They could be mm, the decentralized exchange. Of course. That's into, the whole idea. I mean, because they already kind of are. Yeah. If I can buy gold banks mm-hmm. for cryptocurrency, then I, they're effectively an exchange. What yeah. else could they? I, I'm just talking about mm-hmm. can the coin shops be sort of the porn Absolutely. of the Internet with regards but to cryptocurrency? Mostly, they uh, don't in some ways have not gold banks. What they do have is... One troy ounce silver coin. Right, yeah. So you issue another coin that's denominated in one troy ounce silver coin. So this sounds and to so me like idea- a way around the problem of... Uh, one of the big criticisms for Bitcoin is that, oh, well, no one prices anything in that. Right. And to be fair, that is a really, really hard problem is figuring out yeah. what would the pricing in Peakless, and can I borrow point zero 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 seven one Bitcoin yes. until Friday? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> now, think about, think about the first but thing. But I did have to think, like, wait, how many zeros was that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, my point is, though, that Pricing things in gold mm-hmm. might be a way to completely short circuit that problem because exactly. we already know basically how to price things. An ounce in of gold, gold is yeah. worth an ounce Whereas of gold. Whereas we have no idea how yeah. to price things in Bitcoin. Right. But if you have a cryptocurrency mm-hmm. that is pegged to gold mm-hmm. that uses, God, I can't uh, wait that, for that central banking the, to you know, die. Both this the is how you kill it. And the gold backs. Then this is how it dies. To 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 uproarious applause. I I the opposite would, of star of Star Wars. Standing going, ovation comes to mind. Like I yes. I can't wait for it to die because yeah. it is just such a. And the thing is, the only way to teach to die is to make the people see it as in their way. Yeah. And for the people to see the government as being in their way, they need to be more self-sufficient <laughs> without it. Ooh. So what do you do? You educate them, okay? And so you build this into the coin. In order to create a new wallet with this coin, somebody has to send you your first transaction. Until you've received, you can't send. Okay. Isn't that how everybody got on Facebook? So you had to have an invite. So yeah. So basically, I know that's how whoever Gmail sent used to work once you, time. it was whoever there. sent you your first coin, then becomes basically your upline. And so maybe every time you MLM. spend a hundred dollars, he gets a dime. Okay, tiny so amount, you're right? But as as the person who sold sold you the system, that's well, hold his on. commission. Where's that dime coming just, from? I, that dime is coming. Uh, the, is, the phrase upline. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah, now I'm no like nobody's shilling a multi level marketing. Did yes, you work I, uh, for Amway? 
Uh, I did work for Amway um, long enough to figure out both what they did right and what they did wrong. What they did right was what they did when they were starting, okay? They produced high-quality products, they sold them themselves to cut out the middlemen, and they found a wonderful way to motivate people to do their sales for them, and that's how they became a big company. The problem is the idea of network marketing was so important it was so powerful yeah. that it came to overshadow the actual production of the stuff that people wanted. And they started to use it to sell everything they owned. They left their area of knowledge and they became a it, it basically they became the same as the as the fucking Bitcoin bros who were all hookers, Lambos, and bro and uh, and and blow, and they don't know how the coin works. Right, all yeah, they yeah. know is the details of its price movement for right. the last month, which is the opposite of what you should be worried about when you're building a system. Yeah. I can't emphasize enough to anybody who might be listening that. Uh, for the first time in human history, uh, you have a path in front of you. You have a way to exit uh, the the tyrants, the people who want to tell you how to live your life and what to do and whom to transact with and when and how much mm-hmm. and how much of your life's effort they're entitled to, yeah. which should be zero. Well, unless you've given explicit is, consent, but cryptocurrency you have to pay for the services that you get. Well, sure. So the thing is, the the payoff for oh, not oh, being but all it is is adoption. Like is everybody you pay just, a little bit for your crypto. Yeah, when well, you use it, and, and you pay for the transactions and the yeah. transaction fees. But like, if you had a vault full of gold, you wanted to move it from you know Texas to Florida, you'd have to pay for a truck to move it, right? Right. So like in the gas or whatever. But so no, yeah, a little you bit do of feed and you know gold okay, back fine. denominated coins down there and let them get the physical stuff yeah. at a shorter distance. That makes it much more efficient because we, you can. It, it's like having a transporter beam. It's actually really. Uh, it's really similar to the Hawala system. Hawala. Hawala. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, um, so I would love to tell you, but I, I feel like you were in the middle of something, Catherine. I'm sorry. I kind of want to hear the last half of it. I mean, Let's hear maybe. So really, my point is just adoption, 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 adoption. And I don't right. mean go out and adopt kids. I mean, adopt the use of cryptocurrency as much as you can. And I'm talking mm-hmm. to our listeners, of course, you guys. I mean, we already kind of do that in our community as much as we can. And I feel privileged to live like around y'all and like uh-huh. the people who are taken because I feel like I live in the future. And that's what you're investing in when you use this coin. Because why does it have value? Because people you know and trust have said, I've got 200 goldbacks set aside, and I'm willing to trade those for the goldbacked coin. And instead of having one guy with a million goldbacks backing everything and waiting for the FBI to kick his door down, Mm -hmm. you have 10,000 guys with 100 goldbacks backing it. Right. And may, it doesn't matter. The, the gu- it's, yeah. it's like the drug market. Yeah. Decentralization, always better. You cannot destroy better. the value of marijuana by by arresting drug dealers because they will be Hawala replaced. I'm going to leave Hawala as a cliffhanger, and I'll be right back. Uh, what, what? Okay. Are we taking a break? Uh, I am. Uh, 
Okay. Do you want to take a break, Captain? I, I hadn't thought about it. I would be down to. We, we could. Let's see. How long have, have we been even going for an hour? We haven't been going for an hour yet. Oh, good God. We're lazy. I, I think we could go till the bottom of the hour. I mean, I feel mean, free if, to do what you want. If, 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 I, I mean, if, if, you need, if you need to eliminate something, do your thing. <laughs> We're not, yeah, I mean, don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't soil yourself on our account. No, no. <laughs> um, we, 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 we don't want to be sitting here smelling him when so, he's brown in the trousers. So how do we get... You know, regular folks or even like less technical people who are down with the ideas of like freedom and sort of, mm-hmm. you know, exiting the How do we get them to adopt cryptocurrency more in their lives? Okay. The first way we do it is you don't approach them with, hey, I've got, a, I've got some cryptocurrency. You want to buy it? Right. You approach them with, if you find anybody with cryptocurrency, get it for me, and I'll trade you material goods for it. Right, right. Okay, and basically their desire for it is derivative of yours. They want it because they know that you will pay for it. Like, okay, I had, I had this idea. And also, that's, wh- that's the importance of what I was talking about earlier yeah. with the network marketing idea. If... If I get a tenth of a percent commission mm-hmm. on everything you buy and sell in this market, yeah, okay, tenth of a percent. That's why? Why, tiny. why would I agree to give you ten percent? A tenth of a percent. Oh, uh, why would I agree to give you that well, any percent at all? First, for the that, same that reason that you don't put zero fees. When you do a Bitcoin transaction. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. You're denominating it as a percentage. The other reason you're doing it is because you want people to trade in that currency. Mm. And the reason that you want them to trade in that currency is because you're getting a tenth of a percent every time somebody that you brought in trades. Right, right, right. And I, I, that I get the downline gives you part. an yeah. incentive to want to trade in this stuff as much as possible. And you and it's also a transitive effect. So basically, if I introduce you and you introduce Peakless, then every time Peakless trades, you get a tenth of a percent. And then I get a tenth of a percent of your tenth of a percent because I brought right. you in. Right. So it produces network effects but and a, residual a ten- income. Sure, sure. But, uh, and how- it pays for the operation of the actual coin. Sure. But the regular non-technical user that we're attempting to get to you know, adopt and use cryptocurrency, uh, mm-hmm. they aren't going to see one-tenth of one percent of this thing they don't understand as an incentive. Um, so and they I'm, they will I if throw there an is idea. a bandwagon effect, and there is if every time they're trying to buy some weed, and it's uh, and they don't and and they don't have any money, if somebody says, "Hey, if you can, do you have any gold backs? I'll take those." So the logic on that seems kind of circular. Well, hang it hang is. On. I want to throw an because idea because trade is circular. I want to throw an idea out there and. Like, I, I, I keep looking for, like, an application or an area of our lives that could 
hopefully have something implemented, you know, pretty soon, right? And to mm-hmm. me, here's here's a market that I think could benefit very greatly from cryptocurrency exchange, garage sales. They still happen all over the U.S., all, all, all through the summertime, the springtime, you know, and all that kind of thing. Sometimes even in the fall, uh, flea markets, too, for that, that matter. Like, these are perfect targets for cryptocurrency because cash, that's the tangible. You got to carry it with you. Most people who are doing garage sales or flea market type stuff have one of them locking cash boxes that pretty easy to pry open, that kind of a thing, mm-hmm. right? So to me, that's a perfect target market because garage sales and flea markets are still the gray market. So that means... Mr. Banker Man, Mr. Federale isn't likely to show up at your flea market and be like, oh, you don't have a license to, you know, whatever. It's kind of like the lemonade stand. It's not unheard of, but it is so rare that if you hear about it, it is bizarre. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, how do we, I don't know, target that market for adoption? Um. Well, I mean, one thing that, that we can do, we can take a page from the guy in the uh in the islands the indian guy who's who's getting that whole island say so i think it's saint martin's mm. turned on to bitcoin cash oh right yeah yeah mm-hmm. do you know why it's so easy for him to get talk people into accepting it no why because they're bars and he's a liquor wholesaler so whatever they accept by selling their whiskey for for bitcoin cash yeah they can trade the Bitcoin cash for no for more whiskey, and they can complete the cycle of trade. Yes. But if you don't have supply wholesale suppliers who accept Bitcoin, you can't do that for a business. You can take a certain amount of crypto, and then you say, I'm sorry, I have to have dollars so I can pay for more fill-in-the-blank. So here's something that just dawned on me on this subject. So... Uh, Thomas Jefferson had this original idea that everyone would have their own little self-sufficient farm, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is that technology advanced and we found a way where we can get all of us fed on like one-ish percent of the population doing the actual farming. Right. Mm -hmm. However, I mean... Although you can still farm profitably, here's what you got to do. Grow organic shit. Mm. For the people who really get off on that, and they'll pay a premium for it. Well, but but here's my point. So he was he he was used to almost everyone having to farm all of the time. Right. Like at the time, almost everyone had to farm almost all of the time. In sure. fact, they're like, "Wow, look how far ahead we are! Three yeah. percent of the population can be not farming." Right. Which yeah. was huge and had never happened yeah. before. And and that's but, the thing. They were well, creating new opportunities, new things that needed to be done. Well, what dawns on me about this is that the only effective way that we're going to put the value behind these things is you have to you have to run your own business. You have to run your own economy. Because yeah. like by trading in your own coin, well, you become like, a separate economy. If, if I fill out a W two and yeah, I work that's... for X Y Z Incorporated, I can't tell them, "Hey, I would like yeah, to receive right. this in Z cash." In, instead of but instead if of you people work for cop block, you can't. Instead of people being designated right, because I know by the, the church, right? 
because I know the employer. Yeah, right now, because it's exactly, your because it's a closed community that trades with each other because they respect and trust each other. Right now, that's uh, that becomes an asset if you can if you can make it liquid. Right. The the government is currently dictating the titles of these things. Mm-hmm. So what needs to happen is yes, everybody needs to consider that they themselves are a business. Yes. You right. are a business. Right. I don't care that the form you fill out by the gov- from the government at the behest of a gun or whatever is, you know, a, your righteous title. Just because a piece of paper says you're an employee, right? Doesn't mean that you're not a business. You are a business. If yeah. you agree that you own yourself, then mm-hmm. every exchange you do, whether it's monetary mm-hmm. for monetary gain, whether it's for friendship, whether it's for something you know in the future, whether it's because you feel like being charitable, uh, these are all business decisions. Yes, right. Uh, so based on your values and your preference. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I, so it might even be better to say every person is a church, mm. because the first thing you have to you have to develop before you can build any product. Mm-hmm is the philosophy that allows you to produce products at all. Right. Now, uh, the the further on from that is, okay, once you accept that you own yourself and you are your own property and that you are a business, uh, what's the, the next step there into moving? Well, uh, a philosophy that, that I have, I don't do all of the time, but I try, is to always bring value. Mm-hmm. Right. No matter what I do, wherever I'm at, right. Uh, I try. I don't do it all the time, but I try to provide things that they will value. To provide th- things that other people value. Right. Uh, whether it's you know, content on the internet, whether it's uh, doing somebody a favor, whether it's uh, just gifting something to somebody, or donating to a cause, or dropping some canned goods off at you know the local shelter or whatever, right? Uh, these are the things. Uh, you know, they're called acts of kindness to some people. Uh, mm-hmm. These are what I like to refer to as uh, sort of a a social currency. Mm-hmm. Right there, there is an unwritten social currency, and that is generally your reputation as a person. Mm-hmm. Have all of my transactions with this mm-hmm. guy been reputable? Yes, he carries a good reputation. Well, and so here's. So do you well, know on, how on, to hold monetize on, hold on, hold on. that? I, because I, I do. Hold on. Uh, before uh, I would love to hear that, but uh, before we do, I want to touch on what you were saying about like, uh, and, like, and the contrast of like uh, being a business versus yeah. being a church. And, and not that these are mutually exclusive. By right, they don't have to be. But like the business part of myself is a value transmitter. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it moves value around. Yes. Whereas the church part of myself is the value origin. Exactly. Yes. But it's also a value delivery in that if you have a philosophy that works, Mm-hmm. that benefits you in the real world right and you pass that on to other people you are giving them a thing of value okay um the other thing is every time people you, tend to value things that work every yeah. time you do a favor for somebody you're producing value for it but you don't have a way to recover that at that value at a later time. So it's a dead end transaction. So here's what you do. And this is the specific coin called karma. I know I've talked about several different coins 
tonight, but I believe that that's going to be the future, that your wallet is going to have many different coins in it because you have many different things that, that you expect to be valuable and you're hedging your bets a little bit. But the uh, but basically one of these coins is karma and it's for a specific purpose. It's for when you do somebody a favor or they do you a favor and you don't have any money. What you do is this is the zero sum coin that I was talking about. Favor coin. And mm. this is how it works. If I give you 10 bucks worth of weed because you want to smoke and you don't have any money, you get you we create a new transaction. Okay, just like an accountant would, double entry bookkeeping. They call it double entry because every time you create a credit you create a debit. And if okay. you add up the entire bookkeeping system, the sum of all the accounts in the world is zero. Okay. Okay. So basically, I owe you $10. We represent that by my taking a $10 debit from the system and giving you a $10 credit. I'm just imagining one of you guys having like a cookie jar on your shelf with a bunch of these like little IOUs or whatever. Like, you know, it's analog. not, so, in, it's not no, on what, your shelf. It's in your Bitcoin wallet. Right. right. So basically, you, your balance is negative. My balance is positive after this one transaction. Okay. So now you've lost me. And that's what I was going to ask next is. Uh, so far, as far as I know, like the whole unspent transaction thingy does not allow you to have a negative balance of any it coin. It doesn't. This this would require now what you a could different do, kind of coin. You can you do it. Do, you can do it you with do, Bitcoin you cash get, tokens. You get a, so you so like uh, in your example where mm -hmm. I I get a, a, a dime bag from you mm -hmm. uh, on on quote unquote credit. Dime if bag's you will. dead, man. Yeah. So hold on, hold on. So so you would get uh, you would get ten karma, mm -hmm. and I would get ten nega karma. Exactly. Which would be two separate coins. Yes. But they're they're two coins that have uh, an available. They're two um, halves of a whole. What do you call that? The, they're the, a the, yin like, the and a yang. Smart contract, I guess. It exactly. When it's like produced a, by a, a smart that, contract. That the when there's on a program Ethereum. that the that the coins can access. Yeah, basically, what you're talking about like with Tornado smart cash. programs, yes. a, a smart contract is, is a computer program that is running on a giant computer called Ethereum. So the basic smart contract for this would be uh, uh, every time that you mint mm -hmm. 10 karma coin, you also mint 10 nega karma coin. Right, and you pass those on presumably to somebody else. The yin and yang coin, right? It's exactly. Like right here, Each right? one is a Tao. You've seen the symbol for my church? Yeah. That's the symbol for the coin. Right. A yin and a yang, right. gold and black. So when you add them all up, it adds to zero. But so, like, depending on mm -hmm. how many you've traded away, well, you've got that many of the black ones. But, mm -hmm. you know, he's collected more and provided more goods or services or value, and so now he's got more of the white ones. Mm -hmm. But there's always a total of zero if you add them exactly. all up. Exactly. That's why it's a zero-sum coin. But imagine this. Three separate incidents. 
One of them, I do him a hundred dollar fail uh, a favor. Mm-hmm. Another time, you do me a hundred dollar failure. And the third time, he does you a hundred dollars so, failure. At that point, we each have a hundred dollar credit, and we each have a hundred dollar debit. So they cancel each other out and disappear. It brings up an interesting question because currently, uh, you know, if I do somebody a favor, right? Oh, I see my neighbor just got home. You'll they're never get to, anything back trying to, for it. It's well, not but 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 I mean, like, part of me, I'm not. I'm not trying to provide value to get something back, right? If I but, see it's, my, but it's nice if you do, right? If I see if my neighbor favor back, you're like, oh, thank you. That so makes gonna, it if I, much right. That's I, what, I, I'd hang like on, to hang say, on. Okay, I have go, a thought. Go ahead. Let him go. After your thought, I would like to call the next segue. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I, I see my neighbor struggling to like bring in his groceries, and I just see it, and I'm a human, and I go, well, it sucks mm-hmm. when I struggle to bring in groceries, so I'm going to go over. I'm going to help him bring in the groceries. But if he's a now, good person, what he what's he going to do when he sees you struggling with your groceries? In theory. Right. But but like I don't currently that transaction is not tracked. It's just a transaction between humans Mm -hmm. that goes on. And, you know, the reason I do it is because uh, I would like somebody to do it for me if I were in that person's position. I have that. There, there's a word for that when you put yourself in somebody else's uh, shoes. Empathy. Empathy. Yes, thank you. I apparently have empathy. Uh, right. And so, you sure do. But I'm not doing it to earn a credit back later. You're right. not right? doing it. But, but I often receive one. If you were. But I, I nice. often receive one, but right. sometimes I don't. Yeah, no. If like So part but of the could. way it works is like if you were doing it only so that you could get paid back later, you wouldn't feel good about what you were doing. Right. It right. would fuck up the process if you did it just to get paid back. And mm-hmm. the way it works is that you get to feel good mm-hmm. without it being paid back. Right. And then if mm-hmm. it gets paid back, you get it's to feel even better. even better. You get to feel good again right. much later. Which is, and you which still is why did a that, good thing because you gave which is somebody why that a is not a zero sum game. I say that last point. It's why that is not a zero sum game. Right, right. right. And so I. I Sorry, what did you say? It. You gave, you still helped somebody because right. you gave him a loan when you needed it. But when he was able, he paid you back as good people will. And this, but and the thing is, if you have a whole community of people that are doing that, there's always going to be a certain amount of energy in that system, in the form of liquefied goodwill, hmm. karma. Okay, and that karma becomes the shared wealth of the community because without investing your dollars, you can trade karma. Okay, with other people, and that makes you more liquid. Because in order for this to have the same effect as like actual. We'll call it karma, the description that I had, the Mm. non-cryptocurrency version of, hey, help your neighbor, and Mm. maybe later on somebody helps you, and that's how Mm -hmm. it currently works. It's a pay-it-forward system. Right. So uh, I just had a horrible thought, though, that this sounds like it could also take the form of uh, like a social credit rating where like, you know, well, yeah, I, I did. I did my neighbor a favor and he got on his app and gave me three stars well, or whatever. As we right? have discussed on on regular free talk live. Well, not we mm-hmm. in the sense of me, but as has been discussed, there's nothing wrong with informal social credit. There's nothing actually wrong with a social credit system, except if it's not run by a government. Is it voluntary? I also if it's a good mm-hmm. system. 
I can quit. It's just right. a way of tracking your cooperation and how much energy you've put into something without putting somebody out. It's going to be a lot easier. But what if, if I don't it, care? Like, huh? Can I still participate if I don't care? I mean, you can, actually. Here's, here's what you would do if you didn't care about the favors you were, yeah. um, you were creating. Because, like, there's a large part them. of me, like, when I, when I do things, I, mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, I did a thing, and then I just go on about the rest of well, my day. Here's, I, you know. here's what you do. If you want to make sure that, that it's just something you're doing uh, and, and you're just passing that on to the world, yeah. then what you do is, is you... You ish, you uh, you basically burn the coin. Mm. So okay. I'm lost because I don't know what you're asking. Uh, like, what do you not care He's, about? He, does, he the... doesn't want to get anything back when he does things. Oh, okay, gotcha. He's still got a leftist view of that, that it takes I, something no, out not... of it to represent the value that you're producing. I, I guess it's 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 more of... It's more closer to what I would say uh, a faith, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Like do unto others. Yeah, now, right? if you're you know doing what I mean? it, out but of now faith, if I put a tracking mechanism to it, uh, is that really? It's not really well, the same. It. Oh, I okay. think it is. Hold on, hold on, the hold whole on. idea so that karma the segue exists I to point is out. based on the idea I would like to that make... there is a cosmic tracking system. All right, hang on. I would like to make tipping universal. Like, exactly. Like if someone right. opens a door for you and you're like, here, have a dollar. Right. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be great? Yes. Yeah. I think that would be great. Yes. Are you already doing that in your life? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm edging my way closer and closer. Uh, at the moment, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still working on like having enough extra that I, that, I, do that, that I can do that without thinking about it. Like Because that's the important part about it is you have to be able to accept the loss. When I bought the house that I live in, I hired some people to you know come and do what they call a turnover cleaning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and they did a great job. And I gave them, uh, it was two, a team of two people, I gave them both some goldbacks mm -hmm. as their tip. I'm like, you guys kicked ass. Uh, thanks a fucking lot. You really helped me out. Also, here's some gold, you know. And, and I do that to an extent with goldbacks because... Well, I like them, and I want to see them get adopted, and I want mm -hmm. people to look into mm -hmm. them. And goldbacks really are an easier sell than cryptocurrency. Yep. Now, and here's here's the other advantage, though, of a of of creating the credit and the debit at the same time. By creating a credit and a debit at the same time, what you're expressing is a, a loan. Okay. Mm -hmm. A loan is not a taxable event. Right. And nor is the repayment of a loan. Right. So if all you're doing is tracking your loans to people, there's no taxable right. event. I, I get the but value. Maybe somebody trades your pays your loan back by giving you an apple pie. Right. I get the value of that in in what I call intentional transactions. Right. Yes. But uh, helping your neighbor, you know, bring his groceries in—that's kind of an unintentional transaction. Right, I, I'm not intending that to you okay. know reap some sort well, of financial reward. I'm just doing so, it to well, be a human. So here's what here's what you can do if you want to if you want to make that clear. If they give you some karma for for what you did, I mean, first off, you just don't ask them for any. Right. But but say they offer you some karma and and you don't want to accept it. Uh, well, what you do is you you accept it, but you destroy it. And the reason for that is what that means is there's a credit in the system that's permanently locked 
into the system. Yeah. It's permanent liquidity. Yeah, I got to say, so I'm, basically I'm really donated about it. your whole, your, like, method of destroying the the off balance. The, the way you destroy it is basically you have an, an address somewhere in the system. It can just be a wallet so like, that somebody you, set so up. You, so you would so only, you send so it to any this given wallet time, that it can never be sent out So at of. any given time, you can only have one coin or the other or neither. Um, because well, exactly. if you had both, then it if would have, automatically destroy itself. Exactly. It's so like matter and if antimatter. You, if, you, if you help so your... So what's it matter? So if you help your, your neighbor with uh, the groceries, okay. and they're like, well, that was nice of you, and they're like, I know your public address, and they send you 10 positive karma, and you're like, come on, it, it was pays two bags of groceries, that's else. ridiculous. Right. But you're like, oh yeah, well, I know your public address, so you... Send the ten back and be like, which okay. is your way of going? Yeah, that that no, is a, that come is an on, easy that's way. ridiculous. Yeah. So in, and then in order to keep to uh, to give people a known place where people know that you're doing it, you create a wallet out there. Or you announce an address that yeah. when you want to burn coin, send it to this address, and it will be a donation to the. Uh, to the to the the system to that's how the monetary system gets paid for how part you, of it how do you guys feel about regifting like I will do this. Regifting is wonderful. I will do this. You're somebody taking will, something that would go to waste and yeah, making it not. Somebody will try to do something nice for me and give me a gift, and I'm always thankful, uh, no matter what mm-hmm. it is. Now, sometimes I may not have a use for that gift, or I don't have a use for it right away, and I'll sit on it. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll use it someday, but uh, more than frequently, uh, I will have somebody that I know or in my daily life. Uh, I'll have the idea. I'm like, oh, you know what? They could use that right yes. now. And then I'll just be like, here, dude. And mm-hmm. so, like, is would that track in Karma Coin? Well, yeah. Basically, what you would do then, uh, for example, your neighbor with the groceries. Yeah. He sends you uh he sends you ten gold backs worth of, of karma for okay. for doing that. And you think that's ridiculous. But just send it to cop lock. Send it to some. Send it to some organization that's doing something useful. If you have energy and you don't want it, send it to somebody else in your community who will do good work with it. You know, and that because, makes sense because, like, if if you send a gift back, that's rude. Right. Right. So, so if you your neighbor, on, you if your neighbor forward. gives you, you know, ten gold backs for for carrying his groceries, and you're like, well, that's ridiculous. But I don't want to be a dick and just, like, say, no, you can't thank me. Well, fine, I won't fucking thank you ever again. (laughs) Well, see, I would do something. Well, that's Well, okay, I'll send that off to XYZ Charity because I don't want to hold on to it because I don't feel like I earned it. But I have it, so I'll go ahead and share my my extra energy. Outside of the cryptocurrency system, if that happened to me and my neighbor just was like, here, have $10, I'd probably eventually be like, all right, fine, I'll take the 10 bucks." But what I would do is I would find some way to give him that 10 bucks back. Mm. You can do some that way. if you want to, you know, but uh, why not pass it on to some other, like, 
Okay, I'm I do open source current uh, uh, open source software. Open source people value <laughs> what I do to some extent, uh-huh. but I almost never get paid, so I never have any money. I don't. Oh, you sound I, like I a don't musician. go to the Friday gatherings anymore because now that they don't have it at Folking Great, I don't have the money right. to go. Because although people are always telling me they value what I do, nobody actually shows it by showing me some money. Don't nobody pay nobody. Okay. Hmm. And, and ain't nobody got time for that. Because for some reason when it comes to software, they just expect to get it for free. But... That's not very practical for me. Eventually, I'm going to have to go yeah. back and go work for fucking that's, Citibank. That's the universal plate of the musician, too. Right. Right? Musicians so that's, struggle. That's another like, thing. Every, and everybody's always mm-hmm. like trying to pay you an exposure. Like, so instead, you know, it'll be great exposure for your band. No, it won't. Instead, you pay that person in favors. And they can get those favors back from somebody else, and sooner or later it will come full circle, and and you'll end up doing somebody a favor, and that will close 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 the whole circle once once it's come all the way around. But at every loop, it's imp- at every step in the loop, it's improving somebody's life. All right. So when are you launching this karma coin? Uh, probably tonight. Um, <laughs> is is my guess? Because there going to be I've an airdrop? Tre- I don't know how these things work. Well, basically, my existence is going to become an airdrop. Because the way you demonstrate this thing and get other people to use it is you go around and you give it to people. Right. Okay. That's how karma works. Exactly. <laughs> and then so you'd people be generating start... <laughs> you'd be generating uh nega karma for yourself by airdropping karma on other people. Exactly. Now basically here's the value proposition because basically uh, the the way I've always thought of the system, people would be able to see your level of karma. Oh, and whenever somebody says, uh, wow, that karma you got there is pretty cool. Where did you get it from? You could say, nobody. Yeah. Mm. So basically, <laughs> uh, if you know technical somebody's... question. Uh-huh. Um, so I know that uh, sending, like, Bitcoin cash to a Bitcoin wallet... Like sending BCH mm-hmm. to a BTC wallet will just make it disappear forever. Yeah. Well, basically, so, so, send wait, it to send it to the so all zero address because nobody knows how to claim the coin that's sent there. Really? Yeah, because you can't given a Bitcoin address, you can't determine what the private key is. So nobody knows the private key for zero. Huh. And therefore, you oh, can send for, for the for the uh, public address. Yeah, you right. send it to a okay, public yeah. address of all zeros, and nobody knows no, where uh, it is. Or know. the other thing that you can do: say you want to do the opposite thing. Say you want to pass it on to somebody random. Yes. Send it to the private key zero at its public address, because everybody knows how to get it there. So there will be all kinds of people that just watch that address, and whoever grabs it first gets it. Yeah, that's one of the wackiest that's things wacky. about the whole, like, the Bitcoin thingy. Is that, thingy? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your technical yes. terminology. You're welcome. So the number seven yes. is an address. Yes. Every number is an address. Yes. Every number also expands 
to an ask to a set of ASCII codes. ASCII codes being codes for the numbers and letters. So basically, any sentence that's 256 letters or shorter has an expression as a Bitcoin address. ASCII and not you what your country can do for you. <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. So here was my question, though. I had a quick technical question. So can you use the same receiving address for both Karma Coin and Nega Karma Coin? Um, I think you would have to be able to. Um, and okay, I, that doesn't mean it's technically possible, which is what it, I'm trying it to doesn't. ask. The, there, there, it's a good well, question. Okay, you wouldn't right? actually have to. And and here's why. Let's say, basically, I would have to think about that for a while Alrighty. to figure out if it was Aha! technically possible. I have stumped my but, most powerful programmer. But, but I know the workaround if it's not possible. Oh, okay. And the workaround is exactly the same thing they do at Fios, okay? Which is basically, you register, um, for example... Say say you open two new wallets, one for the positive and one to the negative. Mm -hmm. Okay? For the positive one, you send one coin to the address that would correspond to the negative one on the other blockchain. Hmm. Okay? And then on the other blockchain, you send one coin to the corresponding address. Now, you'll never be able to retrieve that coin, but what it does is it marks on each blockchain that this coin, this address here on one blockchain pairs to this address on the opposite blockchain. Mm. So even though they're not the same address... They, they at least have something on the blockchain that shows that they're yeah. corresponding. So, so basically, here, here's, here's how you would do it. Let's use much shorter addresses. Your address is 777. Okay. That's your Bitcoin address. Uh, your anti-Bitcoin address... Okay, I'm sorry. Let's use Karma. Your Karma address is 777. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your anti-Karma address just happens to be 888. So basically, on the on the on the karma chain, you send one one coin from seven 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 to eight eight eight. On the other coin, you on the other chain, you send one coin to from eight 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 to seven seven seven, and that has to be your very so now first that I've been transaction. Thinking about it, I'm 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 actually sure. That, and that, so that I can just have seven seven knows. seven for both of them. Yes. I can have I can have a mm-hmm. yin address and a yang address right. for the same address. See the because problem they're on is, different networks. Okay, the problem okay. is all right. You Gotta might figure. you you could you could engineer it that way. But one way or the other, this workaround that I described, um, basically it allows you to link two addresses. So without them touching oh, on the so blockchain. You would only People have know. you would only have one of the coins that actually gets mined. Like no one well, would the be, thing is no one would moist- be allowed to mine yin coin 
because if I can send you my debt, well, then I'll just find an address, whether well, it belongs to anyone or not, and send all of my debt to that address. Yeah. So you wouldn't be, you couldn't allow a minor to yeah. to mine on the yin coin, the 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 death well, coin. He would mine on the on on the on that chain because that chain has to be mined. But the thing is, he would mine the opposite. So basically, the more the miner mined, the more negative his balance would go. Because <laughs> you, okay. wealth is not having There's debit. literally have, no way to incentivize that. You have entered another dimension. Yes, A dimension where mathematically there is. Rod Serling comes in from the to the frame. Imagine a world where a miner mines and it produces nothing. The more he mines, the more nothing he produces. Ima- okay, imagine that, imagine that global so warming was real. Okay. Imagine, imagine that that was a real thing. In a world. And imagine that you could basically, you're, you're mining, you're an oxygen miner. Okay? And here's how you would mine your oxygen. You would take carbon dioxide, you would free the oxygen from it, and I you would throw the carbon away. Positive and negative. Exactly. So basically, you're not producing by creating something. You're producing <laughs> by destroying something that's in your way. Just like a trash man does. The trash, trash man doesn't man. get paid for bringing you garbage. He gets paid for taking it away. Yes, he does. Indeed. <laughs> I don't see how that has anything to do with what you were just talking about. Because you 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 can create value in two ways. Mm-hmm. By creating a positive mm-hmm. or by destroying a negative. Right. So Woo! like uh, my, my personal favorite uh, example of the latter is uh, uh, there was a guy who like, so he pulls out a stack of his business cards and he's like, who wants to buy one of these? And well, no one wants to buy one of those. Wow. He says, well, what if outside the door there's a man with a 9mm who's going to shoot everyone who doesn't have one? Now who wants to buy one? Ooh. And That's that, how taxation oh, works. That is. is. Yeah. That is exactly how taxation works. And how works. extortion works, but and, I repeat myself. Indeed, which is exactly how fiat currency works. Yes. Good point. Because if there was no IRS, or if the IRS would take my my gold backs, or my Bitcoin, or anything mm-hmm. else, a kidney, how about that, my <laughs> firstborn, they won't take anything except USD. Of course, because that's, that's where it gets its value. Exactly. US dollars are what you pay the government for not killing you. Yes. Yes. Taxation is the price that you pay for not being murdered by your government. Taxation is the price you pay for your failure to establish a civilized society. Yeah, there's nothing civilized about it. That's for fucking exactly. Sure. Oh, well, and I, I also, I just want to say, uh, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits, because thanks, I, George. I haven't said that all this episode, and I feel hmm. like obligated to say those seven words every time we do an uncensored fucking episode. Uh, so, so well, my okay, personal... it was good for me. I'm actually ready to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Do we want to take a break? We or should yes, I we just do go in and smoke? like in like one minute. Okay. I agree. And I I just want to point out how liberating it is to 
not pretend that I don't have a bladder. Because <laughs> when you're doing a radio show, you, you maintain this illusion that we don't ever leave the room where the microphones are. Right. But you maintain sort of an illusion like uh, if uh, if you're one of the hosts and, you know, someone's running it, it's like, okay, well, he'll be back in a second. So I'm just going to keep this going and make sure that we don't stray into a territory where I'd need to ask him something. And then right. when you get back, like, you know, 30 seconds later, we pretend you were never gone. It, it, yeah. it creates See, sort I don't of pretend an audio any illusion. of that shit. I, I don't worry about creating the illusion. I because worry that's, about creating because my, nobody my tells the truth, that. A, and also because we're on fucking camera. So <laughs> anybody who wants to know knows whether we've walked away for a moment, even when the station Well, I think of those playing. as two different kinds of people. Well, I... But there's the person who just randomly showed up on our radio oh, station. Nobody and I try to create a nice, pleasant quilt work for that person. And then there's the person who's been with us long enough that he actually wants to take a look mm -hmm. at our mugs. I still don't know why. And for that person, they get to know whether I was well, there or not. The reason why is because you get more information by seeing the look on somebody's face when he's speaking, by seeing his affect, his All motions, right. you understand better. It is time for us to take a bit of a bandwidth. break. Bandwidth? We don't need no stinking bandwidth. Hey, it's well, our first official break as it, Beard Talk Live. It, it really is, and let's see if I can do this so somewhat smoothly here. We're coming back at you. Do you want to Fresh from our break. Um... Probably a lot of people have never issued a token, mm. and I've only issued one once. Basically, when the when the Bitcoin Cash token was first invented, um, Ian and I uh, issued a thing called 420 Coin, and never thought about it again because it was free. I've I've never partaken in anything of that nature. Uh, I've never issued a token. I've never issued a coin. I've only been parts of issuance yeah. whether well, uh, i don't think i've ever actually well, received an airdrop so for I, example i issued precisely one coin now the fun part about issuing precisely one coin is i could have issued whatever number i felt like typing into it yeah i could have freed a thousand coins if they'd only known they were coins <laughs> but as near as i can tell when you start multiplying money Everyone suffers. Right. And the people who suffer the most are the ones who can least afford to suffer. Yes. Right. This is true. And that's why it's so important to have a zero sum You know what's coin. really fucked up, man? That is one of the things that, that, that Jerome Powell put into his fucking speech. What? Who? He pointed out who? that the people who suffer the most in terms of inflation oh, and yeah. shit like yeah. that, no, I remember he pointed that, yeah. out who? that the people who who suffer the most, uh, Jerome Powell, the current chairman of the Federal Reserve, pointed out that the people okay. who suffer the most under that are the ones who can least afford to do it. Yeah. It's like, you son of a Bitch. Well, okay. Yeah, he's okay. A hold on, hold I on mean... one second. Let me let me just take a moment to pause that because well, that's you, a you tautology. The people who will suffer from this the most are the most vulnerable. Well, yeah, that's the definition of the word vulnerable. If you're vulnerable, well, that's that. Let me point out a real, <laughs> real good example of the distinction here. So, for example, when the USD crashes, 
The people mm-hmm. who will suffer the most from that circumstance will be the people who can most afford to suffer from that circumstance. I don't think that's necessarily the case. It depends on what decisions they make while it's happening. Because with a government looking after you, it's not that hard to hold on to your fortune if you've got one. But if there's chaos going on around you, A, you might get killed, in which case you lose control of your fortune, but B, you might have to do all sorts of things in order to preserve it. You might have to pay a lot for security. You know, you might pick the wrong guy to do your security and get jacked by your own security guy. Okay, so all of a sudden, none. Uh, freedom is a sloppy ass system. Okay, but it's good because the slop of the system is what gives you the flexibility to live in. Well, okay, and also innovate too. Yes. Yeah, you have to have that slop to, to innovate. I'm sorry. And, and so still, say though, is an in that circumstance, the people who are affected the most by the fall of the U.S. dollar I, are definition. the people who got the most U.S. dollars. Right. Right. So even in well, the slop the that you're describing, which, I mean, that's that's actually part of how it works. That's almost mm-hmm. the meritocratic part of it. Right. But, but the thing is, they've got to Whereas read the economy the, and figure out that what they need that now is the time to get the hell out of dollars mm. well and there's and this uh, foreign is the countries time to are get already back foreign in. countries are already trying to do that and you know to the extent that it About it hastens the you know sort of the fall of the empire uh, you know I, I i have a difficult time not rooting for it well you know and, what i mean and you like, can subsidize it for for all of the you know all of the countries getting out of the it? dollar peg I, I'm I'm rooting for uh, I I'm having a hard time not rooting for uh, the, the fall death of, the, of dollar. the dollar. Yeah, the, because the, it mm-hmm. just it, apparently nobody opens a history book. If you just look at the history of money, my, you they can see this is what happens. Eventually. They they all you know, once you get into fiat, pff, the end is yeah. nigh. Right? You became the standard I mean, because you had virtue, because but being the, the standard, got away you lost all your virtue. Time. Hey, let's uh, let's do this. Unscreened caller, you're on Beard yeah, Talk Live. <laughs> hey, Captain. My name's Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Which Josh are you? Are you just joshing uh, us? I, I I really am. I am just joshing. Hey, Josh. Okay. I don't know if you're a fan of cussing or not, but this is the uncensored version of you know anything that's you know, so we'll coming fuck out of the with studio. you if you don't cut. Oh, fucking A, man. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Thank right. you, sir. I also have man. to have all right, all right. Do you have whiskers? Yes, do you have a beard? That's where I, That was my well, next question. That right? is half the Yoink. reason why I was calling. I've, I've, I've been listening to you guys since you started. You better have a Sharpie if he doesn't have whiskers. Shush. While working on your car. Huh? I'm, that was I'm telling people okay. to shut the fuck uh, up hey, so I can hear you. Yeah, let the caller call. All right, go ahead, He called for a reason. Well, no one's talking about beards. You're all talking about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> but you can look at our beards while we do it. 
the the oh, opening I know, I know. the opening song at least both last week and this week for this show is a song by a band I really like called Psycho Stick called Obey the Beard. Yeah. I just happen to be I wearing those dudes Okay, cool. here's my beard wearing tech, their t-shirt. My beard uh beard story yeah. for you. This is something that uh I actually had one of my neighbors I'm I'm living in a in a in kind of a shithole right now. One of my neighbors oh. had bed bugs and they spread oh. into my oh. place. And I was that's absolutely horrible, terrified that they were gonna come crawling out of my beard. And Fair. that's my beard story. Beard bugs. Beard bugs. We've we've invented a new thing. Beard bugs. It's probably not new, it's probably That's what we yeah. should call our fans. Like they have deadheads, we have beard, <laughs> beard bugs. bugs. <laughs> bed bugs are fucking terrifying. I think I'm sorry. I have a visceral and instinctual terror. I do. Too. If I encounter bed bugs, like yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know what, like what kind of like vibration is happening. But like they're horrific. Just... Nope. Hey, nope. That they, is a Lovecraftian horror you. that needs to be right. banished so to dimensions they that can't be thought about. Bite you, and you start getting allergic to their bites. It's awful. So, uh, <laughs> so Josh. Uh, we've determined that you apparently have whiskers, full beard, goatee, sideburns, stash. What do you got? Yeah. Well, um, I step on it. Nice. So yeah, you, well, you're just a giant head yeah, with feet I, and a I beard. Have, I have to like. We'll call you cousin. It tie it up and that and will be like your church name. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, what? Your church name will be cousin. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'm I'm friends with both of you. Better listen Captain to him. He's the only preacher I got. Rich on Facebook. I don't know Peakless. I don't know if he has a Facebook. I don't know. Are you on the Facebook? No. Okay. He's, I, I'm not I, on the yeah. Facebook I have anymore. A thing that I don't. Well, I mean, check. he used to be. But yeah. Yeah, but I uh, am. I'm still on have, have you ever come out to the? Uh, we really need to start promoting the fucking mastodon. Because I'm so sick of Twitter. Yeah, Mastodon changed some things, and it's not yeah, working. Yeah, there, there needs to be some. Yeah. I, I was just well, maybe I can fix just it. Had band practice a little bit ago, and uh, they're a little bit older dudes, and I'm, I'm like 42 or so. Okay. And everyone that came over was like eh, 49, 50, and uh, we 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 were reminiscing about MySpace. You know, I was talking to this girl the other day who still uses MySpace. Guys, let the caller talk. Okay, sorry. We could go back, though. Josh? Yeah, well, I, like, why don't we? Well, I, I don't think. I think anymore. I might. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna create I a tried. new MySpace no, account I, tonight. I tried already. I tried going back there, and like, it's not. It's nothing like you remember it was. Is there anybody no, there? They, they, they. I think they tried to turn it into like Facebook or something. I don't know. Well, hey, that's that's not fair. It was Facebook no. before Facebook. What if we and build then it? Facebook came along and it's like, oh, holy shit, I can just look someone up. Okay. Oh, whole Here. new functionality. Here's you, what you, you put do: the right kind of search engine on top of this technology, and you took the whole damn market share. Create a fucking open source project. And I know how to implement this thing. How to bring back MySpace? Oh, you, yes. You start, but you bring first, it back, you must issue a it. token. 
I'm having visions yeah. of Dr. Frankenstein. the fucking thing. And yes, beard space with the beard way coin. you post to beard it, space with beard coin. the way you post to it <laughs> is by storing information to a blockchain, okay. which does right. cost you a tiny fee. <laughs> Josh, are you, uh, are you willing to send some, some beard karma towards uh, nobody? Oh, yeah. We've yeah, got, yeah, have you announced the tipping yeah. place? Uh, no, I think it's tip.lrn.fm. Yes, tip.lrn.fm. I believe. I, I could be wrong. I think it is. If not, contact us and let us know that we're fucking stupid well, and we're I announcing say, wrong. I, I could clean out my shower drain and just mail it. Do you have an address? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 1600 Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. Well, what you have to do, Josh, uh, is you have Washington, to... Washington, D.C., <laughs> care of yeah. Joe Biden. And any time yeah. yep. you want to you send, send him the cleanings of your shower drain, I'll take it as a kindness and give you a little karma for it. Because so my church is going to start issuing <laughs> That's fair. karma. That's fair. You know, if I found out that that... That's what he did. I would feel that he was uh, owed some good karma for that. And that's the thing, because I mean, you can issue the fucking stuff Fucking with at dictators work. is inherently morally good, right? I mean, yes. as much as anything, yes. really. Instead of putting your energy into the U.S. government run dollar economy with draw, drop the fuck out of their economy and hmm. start trading in your own agorist economy. That's what I've been saying. Huh. Josh, are you a uh, crypto and gold hmm. bag? You, you do that stuff? You into that? Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Did, would you be interested in hearing my uh, Bitcoin story? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tell us about it. Josh, Especially, yeah. what did you really, want it to do that if, it wouldn't? If, all right, here, I, I got to do something for you, though, Josh. I'm just going to yeah, mute. Yeah, just fucking mute me. Don't just, worry. You know, uh, right. Oh, <laughs> All right, no, I'm not going to do that. No, you literally can mute me because I won't shut the fuck up. I'm I'm kind of hyped. That's what that's what I like about nobody. He's right. Uh, oh, I I'll delegate. Can. I'll delegate that to you. I can't remember what year it was. Uh, okay. I'm guessing it was like right after the what Ron Paul 2008 thing. But uh, I was like, for some reason, I was really getting into like building like uh, uh, gaming PCs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found out about this Bitcoin. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into this. And I was living in my dad's barn at the time. <laughs> like like a like a cow? Or? Yeah, no, it, it was a workshop. But, I mean, it was an apartment, you know. But anyway, um, uh, I, I was going to get $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. Because if I remember right, because I was, like, really into mining. Like, I was like wait a minute, this, this thing I just built, I just found out, like, I could actually, you know, create this. Sure. And I was, like, I was, like, all excited about it, and I kept telling everybody about it, and everyone said, oh, you're full of shit. <laughs> you know, like, 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 this is a pyramid scheme, and this won't work. And so you and didn't do it? I was, like, I think, I can't remember what it was, but I was going to, like, throw a thousand bucks at it, Fuck. and I, I would have ended up with, like, 60 bitcoins. <sighs> And then that would have made the mining yeah. like like it was something with nodes, if I remember right. I, yeah. I, I, I don't have many regrets in life. I have this regret. Why, oh, why couldn't I have just not bought that one 12-pack of beer that week? 
why oh why <laughs> exactly. I could have gone another you know payday between dime bags you know uh, when I when Bitcoin was just first a thing and like I I knew about it I knew about it but it's I just didn't, I'm like for Bitcoin, ah. but it's not well, too late to have it. that I was experience like, I was totally into it all yeah. you have to do is buy in early to the right technology. Right. And, well, everyone talked me out of it. They were like, no, you're just going to waste this money. And I ended up buying a uh, a purple van. Uh, and I <laughs> yeah, drove right. everyone that talked me out of buying Bitcoin. I can I, respect I, that. I drove them to Myrtle Beach for, uh, for a vacation. Well, let and, me. Well, I, still ha- I do still have the van, but I don't have 60 Bitcoin, though. <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me answer that with the words of so the not prophets. Not a total loss, but rough. This is what the great yeah. prophet Robert Heinlein said. Okay, he said that those who are explaining why a thing cannot be done should stay the fuck out of the way of the people who are doing it. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Purple van, purple van. (laughs) Oh, purple van, purple van. You're you're into music so much. What about that uh, clutch song, that burning beard? That might be a good one. Oh yeah, that that is a good one. I've got something uh, queued up up on stage and do it with you. Well, we I don't have any talent, but I got a lot of enthusiasm. I already have something something Ah. queued up for the closed music today. Uh, Oh, do you? Well, one maybe we should each. Maybe we should alternate choosing the the, uh, choosing the music. Well, now that you're awake, you get a vote. It's Christmas time. <laughs> blow me. Why does it have to be Christmas time for him to blow you? It's the old Andrew Dice Clay line. <laughs> it's Christmas time. It's not lady, tinsel otherwise. <laughs> Little boy blue. He needed, <laughs> he needed the money. The money. Jack and Jill yep. went up the hill. They each had a buck and a quarter. <laughs> Jill came down with two fifties. Fucking oh. whore. <laughs> right, jo- Josh, go ahead. You're trying to say have something. Have you guys? Yeah. Well, have you guys uh, started your uh, like? Did you? I missed a little bit. I slide in the mat. The last episode. Did you? Ed, did, no one. No. Have you ever explained like what made you want to grow a beard? You know what? what oh, what, right. What Back to the beard thing. It off? You know that. I. Oh, I, I will. I'm happy to feel. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll go around. We'll each take a turn. Uh, I I get a five o'clock shadow if I get up in the morning at seven or something like I got a real job or whatever and uh, I shave and I shower and I get to work I get a five o'clock shadow sometime around noon one o'clock like my facial hair just it likes to grow it has to be and so I got tired of shaving so often and I just went ahead and grew a goatee so that, well, I could just shave half as much, right? It, it was quicker. And so I grew the goatee and then time went on and the goatee got bigger and wider. And I just, yeah, it's because Killing I'm fucking lazy when it comes to shaving son. is really the, the sum, the the summary, whatever. I'm looking for a word I can't find. A good summarical? <laughs> You are a good Samaritan. <laughs> you deserve some karma coin. That's right. Okay. Well, right. okay. My my turn. My turn to tell my story. Well, your Majesty and Lady, to expostulate what beauty is, what Majesty should be, why day is day, night, night, and time, time, twere nothing but to waste day, night, and time. Therefore, since brevity is the soul of wit and tediousness merely limbs and outward flourishes, I will be brief. 
he just told my story, so I had to say something, and it's pretty much the same thing. I'm just too fucking lazy <laughs> well, to shave. Well, it was beautiful. Go ahead, bro. You're just like, fuck <laughs> it. I, I have to shave too often, and I look like shit when it's just a, a, a week-long scruffle, so I'd rather have a full beard and, it look, well, and, and it, at least it, alternate it between looking majestic and looking like a homeless guy. Majestic homelessness here yeah. on Beard if Talk If my Live. beard is all trimmy, like like I, what I would tell people who trimmed my beard, I'd find a girl like at, at Porkfest and be like, I'll give you money if you trim my beard. And, and, and I'd say, well, basically I'm running for governor, so make me look, as, <laughs> make it look as much as possible like people wow. would be comfortable with calling me your excellency, even though I absolutely <laughs> would refuse to let people do that. And I'd tell them to go fuck themselves when they did. Peakless Mountaineer, uh, so beard. before I get into this beard origin story. Well, no, before I get into my beard origin or the story, boss is... I would like to say something potentially contentious. Angles yeah. has an amazing fucking beard. Who? Angles. I don't. Who, of Marks and Angles. Ang- not familiar. Angles. Oh, yeah. Angles. I thought you were saying oh, angles. angles. Oh. I was like, who's that? The bony bitch I'm down like, at the bar? Yeah, Laura Angles, Angles Wilder from <laughs> Little House on the Prairie or whatever? Fucking... I am disturbed at how awesome Angles' beard is. Okay. Don't know if you've well, ever seen okay. it. Okay. I, I, I can say something nice about Marks. There you go. There's. Mm-hmm. I thought of myself as a Marxist when I was much younger. And there was one author who cured me of Marx forever. He made me see the light so that I could never take Marx seriously. And the guy I got to give the credit for that is Karl fucking Marx. He was a terrible economist. That's also the solution if you ever find yourself attracted to Ayn Rand, by the way. Just, you know, any exposure. I, I, I like, like Ayn Rand. She said some brilliant things, but man, was not I given like, the gift of grace. I like some Ayn Rand. Yeah, she couldn't grow a beard and, at all. And here's... I don't believe you. I think she probably no, could have. She, she had... Oh, well, her beard existed entirely in her aura. If you yeah. can't see into the etheric mm. realm, I can forgive you for not well, noticing. Well, somebody told her one time she was a good man, and she took it as a compliment. She double-checked. <laughs> Did he say man? It was the most profound Peakless, compliment she never had. It's poor so, radio etiquette so to keep the caller waiting. You are the least degenerate beard, of the three of sorry. us. What do you mean? Because uh, laziness is definitely a factor in Luckily, all this. Luckily, we're not on And you radio. have the least laziness. Although have, for, for myself, I have the least laziness. Well, because you shave part of it all the time. That's no, true. Like I go several days, and what's great about having the beard is that if you let the rest of your face sort of go two, three, four days without shaving it, it still looks like it's kind of <laughs> shaved because of the giantness of the rest of your beard. See, I kept my whole head shaved when I was selling weed because there were always <laughs> these girls who would show up and they'd like to try try to manipulate me. Out into giving them some weed <laughs> by flirting with me. And I'd be like, fuck Beard your flirting. Live. I know ain't nothing going to happen, but uh, but shave my fucking head. Do something useful. <laughs> It actually says on the screen, Beard Talk Live. I heard there were beards here. Uh, <laughs> and as a, as a beard, you had a beard on over? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, you're going to have to grow that shit out if you're going to ever come on as a guest. <laughs> well, I've been toying around with the idea of maintaining, uh, and, and Josh, just, you know, we'll get back to you in a second, uh, maintaining what I want to call a guest beard. And so that way, if somebody ever comes over, like inevitably one of us won't be able to be here for a night or something like that. And uh, then, then I could be Plan Beard. Plan Beard, yes. Hey. Yes. There you go. Although you it go. won't be uh, paid for with uh, taxpayer money. won't be socialized. Well, at least not in that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. We don't, we don't socialize it. We fucking, we fucking finance it by letting people. Uh, basically, we have an AMPS Value program. It. Have we heard your beard origin story yet, Peekless? So it seems to me, and call me a bigot if you will, there are two kinds of people that don't have beards. Okay, we call them women will. and children. <laughs> <laughs> See, I say okay. there are ten kinds of people in the earth. People who speak in Please binary and Please keep your arms and legs inside the cockpit and make sure that your tinfoil hat is firmly attached. This is an intentional infantilization of us. To make sure that the only socially acceptable way to arrive at an interview is with a shaved face. You yeah. are out there trying to pretend yeah. that you are adolescent. That goes along with my, like, I'm going to call it hatred of ties, right? The tie. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I hate the tie. And I was trying to explain it on a previous episode, and I didn't really quite, I think, explain it in a way that, like, really expressed how I feel. But I do, if I feel like it's that same thing. It's a con. Do you have your tinfoil hat on? Mm -hmm. When I was working in corporate America, I absolutely refused. Basically, I said, if you want me to wear a suit to work, I, I, I expect a $12 an hour raise. Like I won't and even, I won't do it for less. I won't even so wear a tie. pay me or fire me. To like a funeral, right? Like I'll put on like a suit coat, you know, a black suit coat, and I'll put on a black like dress shirt, and I'll put on like black slacks and black shoes and black socks and all that kind of thing, but I'm not putting on a fucking tie. I just, I don't like it. I might not wear black at all, but I always bring my black heart. Now, I will make an exception personally for a bow tie. Because a oh, bow tie doesn't do have a it. leash on that collar. I'll does do it? it if I feel like it. But the, uh, the well, leash actually matters because when you study martial arts, you appreciate that you're literally giving somebody a handle to throttle you with. Now, you're to be giving fair, your enemy a ties. weapon. To be fair, there was a, a tradition among Vikings to keep your beard and your hair long as a taunt. See, I always to thought keep your that's hair long you as it. a way of saying, "Go ahead, try and grab it, see what happens." Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Okay. Well, what's your beard which is, doing? Which is weird for a warrior culture because, oh. like, the Spartans always had short hair. Yeah. Because keeping short hair is practical. Yeah. It but, makes but, you more combat ready. But it's intimidating when you. It's 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 like. It's if, peacocking. It's it's military yeah, peacocking. It's like if you yeah. make sure yeah. that every time you kill somebody in a sword fight, you kill them with style. You make the people watch and go, oh, my God, I can't believe he just Okay, uh, since Josh is still on the line, uh, I want to ask oh. all three of you. I'm going to – so uh, this girl that I'm online friends with that I – you know, uh, she's a Seattle person from when I was back mm. in, in that part of the world. Is she pretty? She – wrote this and uh, uh she is attractive uh she wrote this and i i just i i want to get because i changed one word she didn't write this exact thing but like this is what it was changed to and i want to know if it's accurate or not and after i read this i want to ask josh first and then and then y'all two can 
this sentence. Neil Armstrong, the man responsible for the USA's most unique achievement, planting the stars and stripes onto soil without murdering anyone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Josh? Uh, what? <laughs> Neil Armstrong. I don't think I followed that. At Neil all. Armstrong, the man what responsible, the, the man responsible for the United, the USA's most unique achievement, planting the stars and stripes into soil without murdering anyone. Yeah. Well, did he though? That is pretty fucking amazing. Because usually mm-hmm. it never happens. Right. Usually, usually, if you're getting an American flag, you're get you're you're gonna have a bunch of funerals first. I will say that yeah, leading well, up I, to I, directly I, 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 and after, that, he didn't yeah. kill anyone because I'm sorry, those ET things aren't aren't real. Like there's people, no moon men. People sorry. did die, so like, and and that's what happened. Like when she wrote it, she said without killing anyone, and somebody's like, well, actually, some people. Now, if you want to extend that killed. to the immense amount of theft that was necessary well, and the murders that there, were necessary to maintain the theft in yeah, order to fund there's, NASA, there's a big difference then, yeah, between a lot of the guy who that flag f- getting planted. There's a big difference between the guy who fell overboard be- on the way to the New World because he got drunk yeah. and the people that were deliberately murdered by the people who came here. Right, right. There so, was a big yeah. difference In this scenario, you know, changing Moral. the word killing to the word murder clears it up a lot mm. uh, in that it definitely says, you know, that we're talking, you know, Neil Armstrong. The man responsible for the USA's most unique achievement, planting the stars and stripes into soil without murdering anyone. He didn't murder anyone. People died. People die all the time doing things like building yeah, bridges. Yeah, or, he, he you know. There's a bunch of people who are literally yeah. buried in the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Encased in concrete because it was too expensive to get them out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, mm. pe- commercial fishermen, you know, go missing uh, all the time. Uh, people and they yeah. end up in your fucking star kist is where they end up. <laughs> not all the time. Well, some <laughs> sometimes they get drunk well, and fall all into the machine. I think you got to pay extra for that. <laughs> I think that's a different, different can, different color. Sorry, well, and and that's the whole thing. Now you get like, a little bit of dolphin and a little bit of fisherman. For can we free find a way where we don't need to all throw right. each other in holes in deserts and in concrete? All right, we're that's gonna, the question. We're going to hang up on Josh, and then we're going to go to uh, we have Josh on line one. Josh, you're oh. on Beard Talk Live. Josh, what, what's this? Are the you? great Josh reset? Maybe he hung up when I told him. Uh, I only I only well, put him on him hold up. for a minute, and like, but he's not there now. People got no grambas. I guess. Okay, so the Hawala system uh, might be Koala what the, system. Sorry, Josh, Hawala. I don't know what I'm doing. Koala, Hawala, Koala, Hawala. Is that like Will Wheaton? Hawala. I hated him. Yeah, I, me I too. did not like. Shut up, Wesley. Wesley yeah. Crusher. I wish once they, they shut up, Wesley. Right? You know, just like a real serious one. I honestly well, want is, that as my my. I would have uh, respected him if he bitch smacked a motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you, Will Wheaton. That's better than motherfucking a bitch smacker. I don't mind Will Wheaton. He seems like a decent guy. He's a nice no, kind of. No, him. no, he's awful. Um, like, not only is he a terrible actor, he's a terrible person. Like he? he is, he is as institutionally controlled as they get. Uh, well, I guess he would be because he got big enough once to be noticed, and he never really repeated that success. So it has been 
is, you know, has-beens and pedophiles are easy pickings for them, mm-hmm. you know, because a, a pedophile, they just have to offer him protection. Mm-hmm. Or if if that doesn't work, they basically yeah. Uh, that's a topic that I don't think him, I've ever really gotten into on the radio. Is like into, really digging into the whole Epstein thing. Epstein didn't kill himself. Nobody thinks Epstein killed himself, right? Not me. The other one. So Juan Epstein from Welcome Back, Cotter? Fuck okay. him. Okay. You know how you reach <laughs> points where like you look at what's actually happening and you're like, this is bad fiction. Like, this is poorly written oh fiction. God, like, most of the last, well, all my life now that I think about so, it. Every Cameron fucking jail breaks. So, literally, there's this guy who we know his whole thing is trafficking 17-year-olds and stuff. And how much stuff? I don't know. We don't get to investigate it. Right. And he's, and literally, this one guy is uh, attached to both of your political parties. Like at the president. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the queen for good measure. Yep. Yeah. And probably we're gonna, people we're poke all at that? over the world. Now, here's my the- my personal theory. Mossad. Okay. Here's why. Giselle Mac- Maxwell, it looks like, was his handler. Her dad worked for Mossad. Mm-hmm. If you're a spy agent, a spy agency... You frequently will recruit the children of your employees, okay? Because you give them propaganda all their lives about how great this is to do this kind of shit. So basically, by the, they would they would have two modes of operation: short term and long term. The short term mode of operation is find pedophiles in government, mm-hmm. get Epstein to make them an offer that they can't refuse. Easy to do. Videotape what <laughs> happens. Because what's the point otherwise? And then Videotape. you have... Hey, I've got some home movies I'd then, like to show you. Well, they would have been starting this like 30 years ago is the thing, so it was videotape probably. <laughs> but then as you work your way in, you've then now got a Trojan horse inside the system trojan man okay <laughs> so what you do with your trojan horse is you start finding pedophiles who aren't in government and you mm. groom them to be in government you make them cut their hair and you make them develop a, a backstory that wear a tie that doesn't expose the shit bag that they really are and you have contacts in government so okay. you have a guided dmv offer them so some between documents. the Mossad and ties Fuck secret tie. societies specifically the freemasons I want to talk about the secret society they are that's, why we that's wear never ties. talked about, and that is the expensive Masons. <laughs> they, no, they are not the reason I wear a tie. You don't wear a tie. Exactly. So how can there be a reason that I so do? So of those of us who sometimes will wear a necktie, the tradition was inherited from the Freemasons and their particular ritual. Fuck your necktie. I might, I, I might cut that shit off. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know. See, uh, that's why I like a bow tie. That's why I like a bow tie. I don't know really anything about the Freemasons. Every time I've gone to look into it or begin reading up on it, I get about, I don't know, five 
maybe six seconds into it, and I lose interest. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, See, I'm just like, oh, well, there's two I things don't really you know for sure. About this right there's now. two things you know for sure. Number one, they're secretive, and number two, they're boring. Well, they sure as they're fuck. Really well, people boring. could say the same thing about a lot of free. They sure as fuck. <laughs> I tell you what, the Freemasons don't do. True. I tell you what, the Freemasons don't do. They don't do brickwork for free. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Despite their name, that would lead you to believe they might do free brickwork. No, no. Free... Fraud is built right into the trademark. Free brickwork know, is free brickwork. It's not different... Freemasons. Freemason free is supposed speech, to mean that you are free. Um, oh, that, that a, mason, mason a mason is, is a person free. who does like brickwork, right? It, mason well, a so, mason is is, but but it's so it's the society secret societies of, and spy of, organizations of are the same thing, and and accepted masons, I think, is what they call it. So they're asserting that they are free by mm-hmm. calling themselves Freemasons. Not free as in beer, free as in speech. Well, if there's one thing I learned about them, is they like to have multiple symbols for the same thing. Yes, but oh. you tell. Bunch of different tales gives you plausible deniability. Is there such a thing yeah. as deniable plausibility? <laughs> um, well, uh, the creation people, of the universe. People deny the plausibility of a plausible thing. Is it plausible that COVID was actually a Chinese operation that hasn't? finished coming to to fruition yet oh man uh it's i mean it's quite possible that basically because think of it if you're going to kill off a large part of the population with a disease you don't want to get your own people so you accept the people that you want dead so basically what you do is you set it up so there's a little sequence you got to get first you got to get this this disease then you got to get four shots. Right. Then you got to get this other second disease. Then you got to get four shots for that. And by the time we've you've done that, we've engineered you to that point. But people who were only exposed to three of the steps don't have any effect. Okay, here's the simplest way to use it as a psyop: release of of a virus that a mask won't help with have <laughs> mandatory masking all this shit Force i would like to know why masks. fauci got the memo so late because <laughs> he did come around and he's like no no i I, ju- I just said that to make sure that you didn't get all of them is all uh well the thing is they may have been improvising because duck, at yeah. the beginning they were constantly it's like oh shit that's what we're using for a cross because, yeah. like, every religion has its its symbol that identifies if, yeah. it. If Fauci died, I, I might also... For Freemasons, it's handshakes. I would do a little for dance Christians, on its, its fucking crosses. grave. Yeah, I might also dance upon his grave. That, we brought up grave dancing day, on, on Free Talk Live on tonight. It's been on my mind. If unable to dance, I will Well, and apparently he's uh, supposed to be disappearing now. In the, in the, words, dance, in the words of the rapping Duke... What I do on your grave won't pass for flowers either. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then there's always Oklahoma when old Jed was... Old I Jed really was wish dead. that there was something old more Jones honest than dead. Congress we could sick on that fucker. I mean, almost everything's more honest than Congress. Exactly. But what else are you going to sick on Fauci? 
And if Proto's oh, the, great. Rand Paul's going to say, yes, we're, we're, I'm going to make sure that this this yeah, investigative team nothing's gets formed. Pro okay. is the oh. opposite of Congress, therefore Congress the opposite you of progress. Do it, yeah. You do it with a... Nothing ever comes. You do it with a fucking betting market on the dark web. And here's how you do it. You start by issuing a coin. You place bets. <laughs> you place bets <laughs> that nobody will kill... I Fauci. You're you're okay. you're not violent. You bet a million dollars that nobody will murder Fauci. Now, if somebody wants to exploit you, they'll take that bet and then murder him themselves. Um starting to understand why they say no gambling except what we say. Because yes. they'll let you do the lotto. They'll let you do the state-funded well, uh, gambling, but no gambling funding, of your own. State-funded gambling is a tax on being bad at math. Yes, it is. Mm, yeah. You're yeah. much better betting. Better If all the people <laughs> and then, who played the lottery started buying crypto instead, no, they great. would all win. That'd be great. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then even, when, facto, even when you do win at, at the lottery... Uh, the, the real government winner, wins. Yeah, the real winner is government, of course, in every yeah. one of those transactions. Oh, yeah. It's it's a perfect metaphor for for what government does. They make a they make you they 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 take your money. Yep. They make a promise that they may or may not keep. Yeah. Mostly, may they not. pay off much less than they promised yep. by just taking a bunch yeah. of it back. They take, they, they and take, they almost never, you almost never benefit by trading yeah, with them. The lottery is the government writ large. Yeah, they take a they take a whole bunch of your money. So they, they, they the government they is the lottery back, writ large. They give huh. you back just just a little. Oh, here's your cut, and then they and their friends keep a huge chunk for themselves, and then a little bit might go. To whatever it is they say it's going to go to. Now well, here's an is, example for those who don't know what we're talking about. Story about someone who won the lottery, because every story I've ever heard about someone who won the lottery, it ruins their fucking. Well, life. no, you well, never I'll tell hear. you what I would do if I won the lottery. I would donate it to my fucking church, mm. and then I would use the money to build the organization, and and to actually meet our goals. Which you know I don't have to be getting a salary. If I get hots in a cot and I actually accomplish what I set out to do, which is freeing the fucking, a piece of at least the world. You never hear about the lottery winners that they do everything right and it all goes well for them and they retire and live happily ever after. Because that's not going to sell any, you know, clicks on a website. That's not going to yeah. draw in any, any viewers' eyeballs. You always hear the worst because, well, human beings haven't gotten over that shit yet. And I wish but to fuck again, they would. Wait, Most wait, of the kind wait, of people wait, who aren't McAfee. going... What? McAfee. McAfee? Yes, that John guy. McAfee. John McAfee. Yeah. The virus guy? Yeah. The antivirus guy? Yeah. The dead guy? But maybe Yeah, he not. won. How did mm, he did win? Right. He did win. <laughs> what did he win? What didn't he win? The lottery. Well, the lottery well, of life, anyway. I mean, you know, I mean, he, he he didn't play a lottery. He produced valuable fucking software. Mm-hmm. He didn't luck into a fortune. He uh, made a fortune. What he, he lucked won. into is managing to 
to be skillful enough to dodge the state from destroying it. For a long time. Well, I mean, I, arguably they probably still. did. But, I mean, that's the thing. is That's the greatest you know, compliment that, the only that the government that fucking, can give to an activist is to kill him. That is the only time that a like online newspaper has ruined a movie for me. Yeah, I, I, I read across this article that, that tells me the end of the, the Netflix special on McAfee. Oh. <laughs> like, you yeah. motherfucker. Okay. Spoilers. I'm, I'm, Which it, I'm going to spoil for you right now. I disagree that they His girlfriend you says he lives. See, and that's I, I the that thing. Article. They couldn't and tell we you how the story ends. were speculating about that anyway. Yeah. They couldn't tell you how the story ends because nobody knows how that story ends. You know what would be great is if... Uh, McAfee turned out to be D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Nobody believes that he's D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper? That's a totally different guy. I knew D.B. Yeah. Cooper. D.B. Keebler. <laughs> no, D.B. Cooper. Was, Are you? I thought, I thought it was Doogie Howser, the, the doctor guy. <laughs> Doogie, Doogie, Doogie. Maybe they're all the same guy. Perhaps they are the same guy. I do not know. Uh, the the funny thing about conspiracy theories is it's probably the craziest ones that are most likely to be true. Just because who would think of that shit? I am. <laughs> well, you'd have yeah, to be a sick yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Anybody sick enough to think of that shit is sick enough to do it. That is uh, a scientific hey, fact. Hey, maybe. Okay, there's some shit that I isn't am quite definitely that sick thick. enough to think of these things. I just mm -hmm. know better. So, like, but why did is, I know that Epstein was just one one pull away from destroying the entire network? Because yeah. I figured out if I couldn't actually trust people, how the fuck am I going to get along in life? Right. Yeah. And there's only one way to do that: is you have to find a way to to, to short circuit. The absence of trust in your relationships. And there's also another possibility okay. with, with Epstein. That's a good point, yeah. Maybe he went in from the cold. Well, I mean, M maybe. if your Epsteins are cold, bring them in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, if I you're cold, understand. they're cold. Bring them inside. Warm them up. Right. Like, 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 like deer. Make venison. But... Uh, well, but, okay. but seriously, obviously I would not be he surprised had connections he to spy organizations, mm -hmm. yeah. and obviously he got too much scrutiny on him. Yeah, but so like, is, even if, if you were trying to preserve kinds... your resources, you would like give him facial mm -hmm. reconstructive surgery and send him out on his way doing the same yeah. thing over there. Is there but any he... truth to the allegation that uh, Bill Gates' wife left him because of the Epstein connection? I don't know, but, but there are an awful lot of coincidences there that make me wonder. And the thing is, it is Bill a story Gates that's circulating. Yeah, that's never true. seemed to be that the story exactly is what he is. He was money hungry, but he didn't give a fuck about anybody else. So he is relatively like, safe. He wouldn't be the first guy to get really rich, and then his wife gets old, and then they divorce. It, that Honestly, he wouldn't all be the first that guy to get really, more than that really rich, and then fall victim to blackmail. Yeah, you see. Yeah, if you think about his behavior during the pandemic, that every a lot of people hate him for that. <laughs> Suddenly, Maybe Bill he didn't Gates even want to do that world. shit. Maybe that was his price. Can you think of not any going to prison as a pedophile? More? Uh, all of the pharmaceutical companies. Really? 
Do you have any idea how deep he is in in patents? No, I don't. I'm not. He a owns Bill Gates a shitload of big pharma. I, I could give a fuck about yeah. Bill Gates right now. He owns an absolute shitload of. Well, big pharma. he matters well, for the same reason. Software fucking sucks too. So I know. Right? Well, his software is is garbage, but yet it became the most popular thing. All the businesses still and use it, and that could well have been part of it too. Basically, the news media and the government. If they decided that they wanted Linux to take over, yeah. all they'd have to do is refit all of their offices yeah. with Linux, and yeah. a lot yeah, they, of big business they would create start the de facto using standard. It. And then, like, hmm. uh, even when something else comes along and is more innovative than it, it doesn't get adopted because it's it doesn't meet the Be- standard. Because you know they to... didn't buy it to do the job; they bought it to give money to their friend. It's money laundering. Yeah. So something I used to hear is the government shouldn't be picking winners and losers in the market. Every time they buy or sell something, they they do by definition, and there's no way to stop. They literally can't not. Right. Yes. Right. But what they shouldn't do is exist, and then you don't have any <laughs> well, problem. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do, okay, here's what you want to do. If everybody do. understood that, then they wouldn't exist. Well, here's what you want to do. But if you're does. a cop... Nobody does understand that, and soon everyone else will, too. If you work for the government... Or they'll be dead. And you're a unionized government employee... (laughs) Which is just the dumbest thing. A unionized government employee. It's so wrong in so many ways, There's a good thing (laughs) that their employees union can do. Here's what they should do. They should basically go to the government, and they should say, we don't need your services as fundraisers anymore because we've wow. gone around and talked to people in the areas that we serve and enough of them agreed to care to hire us voluntarily that we no longer need you to steal money to pay us to do our jobs not enough we're people getting paid by are, subscribers not enough people are capable of thinking it through to a point where they go Oh, fuck. Government's completely but unnecessary. But that's okay because stupid people are herd animals, so if you get the smart ones doing it, the stupid ones will follow. Uh, do you, I, I can't even get the smart ones to get on board. Like, I know a bunch well, of you know, technically I. inclined smart people, and I can point them to the evidence all day long. Well, look what happens when long, I... And they don't disagree when mm-hmm. I make a point. Look at the evidence. No, I can't yeah. disagree with that. But for whatever reason, they can't get through the fog. Do you know what really drives me crazy is when I start telling somebody about this idea and and he says, you know, the the thing that sucks about this about this idea is every time I talk to somebody about it, they don't say, "Okay, let's start doing this right now and make it work." And they should say that, but then he doesn't say it. So, let's start doing this right now doing what uh let us build a fucking economy a way to take Mm -hmm. energy out of the economy all you have to do is come up with something you can trade and and that comes back to to bring things full circle back to what i was saying uh, before we went to break even that like 
the off-ramp exists for the first time in human history. Mm. When a fiat currency but, collapses, there is a viable alternative. Now, mm. uh, you know, is it going to be clunky? Sure. Uh, is it? Are people going to get lost? Yep, they sure are. Will it get mm. overwhelmed? Probably, because like that, like if if somebody if the news read tomorrow, the dollar collapses. Uh, everybody and their dog would be trying to move their dollars into cryptocurrency. I swear. And that's, gold and silver. And gold and silver. But yeah. like, and some fools but, would even buy foreign fiat currency. Yeah, but but there would be a and rush, if you will. foreign uh, stocks. There would be a rush, well, if you will. that's fine. Just don't buy for fiat currency. And so it's the reserve currency of the right. world. When the dollar goes, they all go. Imagine a couple hundred million people all trying to download and install a wallet and move their USD into cryptocurrency all like nearly simultaneously. And how many dollars are you willing to pay for uh, for a Bitcoin when you're convinced that nobody will take your dollars tomorrow? So I actually think that'll never happen. Really? Really. Why? So here's uh, here's what I think is about to happen. There's going to be a, a more or less explicit currency war because obviously the dollar peg is getting lost. Sure. Like, okay, you specifically proved to every country in the world that this centuries-old thing that we would extend to every stupid warlord of countries keep each other's debts, you just decided, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So every country in the world is going, okay, where exactly is the exit here? Because... See, if you're oh, a collapse, Oh, this ship's sinking? Right. Okay, I'm going to tiptoe over here so I don't panic you, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Here, here's the promise. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a fight over what the what the pegs are, and they'll all fail mm-hmm. because fiat sucks. Let me tell yeah. you what President Nobody would do. <laughs> the first day he took office, I would set it up. I would talk to some of my future employees and say, "I want you to have some numbers ready for me the day I take office. I want to know the exact amount of the national debt." And I want to know exactly who we owe it to. Call up the Federal Reserve. Say, okay, the national debt, say it's a few years from now. So the national debt is up to $350 trillion. Okay. It's about 10 times what it is Mm -hmm. now. So basically, you call up the Federal Reserve and you say, I want you to print me. $350 $350 trillion bills. Right, yeah, yeah. And you find everybody that yeah. the country owes money to. And you say, here are your dollars. Enjoy them. Yep. And then you go home and you take a pickaxe to the printing press and you announce that the United States government will no longer accept dollars in payment of taxes. Hmm. It will only accept So basically, what you've done is you've paid the national debt with waste paper. Yeah, it's all imaginary. And because anybody who issues fiat money knows that they can do that, sooner or later, somebody always 
does. Yep. And, and the thing is, now. they're always doing that. It's a but question they, of how but quickly. I just said the hidden like, part out they're, loud. They're trying to do exactly that as slowly as they possibly can without it getting mm-hmm. caught that that's what they're doing. Because they know that it's better to shear the sheep than to just slaughter them right, right. off. Right. You, can, you can slaughter them when they're worn out. Well, and, and that's the thing where, like, this whole COVID thing that failed to turn over the the Great Reset. It did a lot. It, it did well, a yeah, lot. But it the, came close. The wealth of the oh, billionaires yeah. of this oh, country. Yeah. But, like, that's it. I, I that's the last, it that was the last Hail Mary. They, small they showed their hand. In I, a big everyone way. saw it. If they'd have started rolling out troops and tanks... Like martial law style, I'd have been like, "Oh fuck, this is it, man." I thought it might happen. I, I like that was going to be the next thing in my mind. I'm like, "Okay, they've done this, they did that, they did that. They're killing everybody's businesses, right?" Uh, and the next, it, it, this is like martial law without the soldiers in the streets and the tanks yet. Yet, mm-hmm. they're See, doing exactly the same thing, but they're doing it as slowly as mm-hmm. they possibly can. Th- this is what I see. And and somebody wrote an ode to the ang- unvaccinated. Yeah. And I want to say that we, I think we owe a a burden of thanks to the unvaccinated. And here's why: because basically there is a certain set of people. Most people did exactly what they were told. And I think that a lot of people, eventually, while they were doing it, I think a lot of those people thought it was fucking stupid, but they were afraid to stand up. Yep. And yeah. then there we, were the people who wouldn't shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. And eventually, we literally we gave them the fucking courage to come out and say, yeah, this really is stupid. And all of a sudden, that, that fucking race in Virginia... The Republican wins, even though they're trying to do, to yeah, do, yeah. demonize we, Republicans. Right we now. literally watched Milgram's experiment happen with the entire world. Right. Right. Yeah. The 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 people who wouldn't shut the fuck up, as you say, were the lab coats mm-hmm. and everybody else. They were the subjects of the test, and the government mm-hmm. was okay. Uh, we're telling you to press this button no matter what, what happens. The experiment must continue. And the people who wouldn't shut the fuck up were the, the CDC experiment says must continue. The experiment, the experiment must, continue. must continue. The experiment no, must no, continue. The people According who to the wouldn't CDC. shut the fuck up were the people who say, no, I'm not going to put a goddamn mask on. Fuck you. Oh, uh, I, fuck I, you. I was thinking there about- are five fucking lights. I was thinking about the people who wouldn't. The, the people who and wouldn't you shut will the fuck not burn that knowledge out of me with the fucking fires of hell. The people who wouldn't shut the fuck up about putting your mask on and oh, if you don't mask up, no, you're no, a horrible person. No, no, the people person. who wouldn't shut the fuck up when somebody told them to put a mask on. Right. The people who you know, I like. F- I got for, accosted for a in like the Home day, Depot. I drove the goddamn guard crazy. At my at my fucking jail because they insisted for a while yeah. that we wear masks. So every single time I went in my in my room, I pulled the straps off mm. my mask. 
And then he had to give me another one. Every five minutes, every time I walked out of the cell, he had to give me another one. He got <laughs> fucking sick of it. And he did shut the fuck up eventually. Yeah. He just stopped fucking with me because <laughs> he knew that I was ruthless enough to waste his entire fucking day we if came, he was going to fuck with me. We came horribly <laughs> close to... Uh, some sort of, I don't even know, man, some oh, sort yeah. of uh, like military fascist occupation uh, type of a scenario. Yeah. Because the, the next bioterrorist police state. Yeah. I yeah. think, just, just a guess, if I was writing this as a science fiction novel, yep. like looking back on this, yeah. basically what I would say was it was the Chinese trying to determine... What would happen if they invaded? Hmm. I've just had a Segway whiplash and I'm now completely lost. Segway whiplash. Okay. Segway whiplash. The Chinese. We're going this way and then I went that way too quickly. Imagine this. Imagine this. Uh, let's, Let's take a possibility that's been brought up by what's her name? The communist bitch. Oh, Sarah. In New Mexico? Yeah. She says, <laughs> I, at first I'm like, uh, Alexandria, oh, crazy ho Cortez. She says, <laughs> communist bitch. And, uh. and there's, there's this, there's, there, there would be an interesting logic to it if it was true um, that basically the Soviet Union never stopped being communist. That is what okay. she believes. And that China. Which I do find never. mildly hilarious. But wouldn't it be interesting? Imagine this. You're you're the Soviet Union. Okay. You want to bring communism to the United States. Okay. But you know that if you try it, there will be a gun behind every blade of grass. Even if it's not there in at 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 the beginning, when people get hungry, they're going to be out with their guns, and they're going to be gunning for your boys. Okay, I would do exactly what they have already admitted so to doing, basically, which is to take over the academic institutions so right. that the intelligentsia points the entire civilization in the direction of radical socialism. Yes, and then once then you have guns. enough people subdued... You take the guns. Mm-hmm. Once, you, mm-hmm. once you've taken the guns, the people are demoralized. They don't know what the fuck is going on because you're running these constant fucking crazy psyops against them by, like, randomly redefining words. So for 50 years, a recession, or 100 years, or 200 years, or however long it's been, I don't know when it was first defined, but a recession was always two consecutive economic, or economic quarters yep. of shrinkage. Yeah. As, as George on Seinfeld, but there was shrinkage! <laughs> but uh, all of a sudden, that's not the definition again. And they've been doing this. They keep doing it, yeah. They, for years. They play, mm-hmm. they play these words with words, mm-hmm. these mm, games with words, thank you. And they co opt their meanings frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've discussed a number of them here tonight. Recession is Voldemort. 
They literally treat it as this thing that if I say recession three times, yeah. I will summon the demon. It's like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's because they believe <gasps> no, in the, the animal spirit. You you have to realize oh, that the Canes thing. Democrats know how to manipulate the political system, but they have no idea how the economic system works. So they work yeah. the economic system the way it's oh the way a cargo cult works the fucking economy. Hmm. Which is basically they build themselves a wicker imitation of an airport that they saw somebody else build, and they say, "Well, if we build That's a thing really that looks accurate. like this, planes will start landing and giving us stuff because that 's what they do to the British guys over there who have one of these, and this really well, happened and consider when, when the British Empire was out conquering shit consider voting. Yeah. Voting is is no, insisting upon the idea that everyone has one dollar, yes, and imitating what people do with their dollar, and you get that dollar for absolutely nothing but existing. You can be a complete parasite. You can be a killer. You can be, which is exactly where the usefulness yeah. of the uh, voting be John system breaks McCain, down. John and you still get a vote. Yeah. Look, it, but if nobody get, doesn't including get including now. If you nobody get, doesn't get a vote because I'm too dangerous because I sold some weed. If you and get, I also lied to a bank, but didn't I think defraud them? <laughs> if you get uh, ten thousand people uh, to think about the same subject, you're going to have well. Then a that whole subject bunch, is going to be send me a dollar. You're 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 going to get a whole bunch of different opinions on the subject. Mm-hmm. You are going to get. Some people who dis, who agree with one particular opinion, you know, maybe they're they form a group. Maybe it's the largest group. Maybe there's a couple other subgroups of people who also agree, but in a different way. And then there's people who completely disagree with everybody, and you know, they have their individual opinions. Even the largest group that that agrees on a perspective, like they should be allowed to you know, move in any direction they wish to uh, regarding that topic if they agree. What they should not be able to do, however, is force that preference on any of the other groups or individuals. Right. So it's right. just like, and, like then, and this to me is why I don't, I don't recognize this system of voting, this fucking popularity contest, right? That, that this, this facade, this, yeah. this charade, this, uh, you know, carnival, you know, Wizard of Oz before you look behind the curtain fucking thing called an election, right? The presidential mm-hmm. presidential election. Like, it's just such a load of horseshit. Well, consider the concept of democracy in the presence of Oscar Wilde. Okay. Uh, you know who Oscar Wilde was? I know who Oscar Meyer is. Okay. Oscar <laughs> Wilde was a playwright. He said a number of famously witty and true things. For example, fashion is a form of ugliness so horrible that we must change it every six months lest we all go mad. (laughs) Um, But the other thing that he said is if you tell them the truth, you have to make them laugh or they'll kill you. Yeah. That's why comedians say like, yeah. Perfect 
evidence. Some of the only truth tellers out there. You know, I'm I'm not a big Jesus guy, but he's down with Jesus. So this is why I had to work so, so hard I mean, to make he him. He does uh, kind of yeah. look like a big Jesus. So so we've accepted. Je- <laughs> so here's my Jesus story. Here's the Jesus according oh, to Jesus. nobody. What nobody believes about Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Uh, basically, Jesus wasn't funny. Jesus was not funny. He never cracked a fucking joke, and they nailed him to a motherfucking tree. So if you're going to go around and tell people the truth... I know what Jesus jokes. you got to make them laugh, or they'll fucking kill you. And Oscar Wilde was the prophet who prophesied that. I'd say it's actually worse. I know what Jesus Jesus was a prop comic. (laughs) Like Carrot Top? Yeah. It's actually worse. So when he so had to Jesus pay taxes, he's up. like, okay, here's what you need to do. Go down to the beach and find this fish that's just, you know, washed up on shore. Give that to the tax man. A prop comic. <laughs> yeah, okay. so this smelly dinar is how he paid his taxes. It's the only joke that I can think of offhand. All right, so Adam and Eve. Okay. So it's worse than no in- sense of humor. I didn't interpret that as a joke until until you explained it. And a joke that has to be explained is worse than no joke at See, all. Right, no, it's on, worse than so, him got, not having a it, sense of humor. That's why they nailed him to the fucking humor. tree. You know, but and then that's not the last laugh on the poor bastard, because imagine the poor bastard if and when he actually comes back. Jesus was a hipster and his fucking (laughs) followers have tacked crosses up everywhere. So if Jesus ever comes back, he's going to go straight into the fucking hospital for a PTSD-induced fucking panic attack when he sees all these crosses. Listen up, listen up. Adam and Eve just got done fucking for the first time, right? And just now? It, no, just wait. at Good some point job. in the past. Oh, some point in the sorry. past. Uh, and so Eve gets up and she decides she's going to just take a dip in the ocean, you know, clean herself up a little bit or whatever. And so she does that and she comes walking back out and Adam's just chilling there. And, and, and he goes, why, why did you decide to, to go into the, uh, the ocean just now? And, and she goes, well, you know, to clean myself up a bit. And the voice of God comes down from the heaven and says, oh, fucking great. I'm never going to get the smell out of those fish. <laughs> okay, here you go. There's these three nuns. Joke hour. Three nuns, they're driving down the road, mountain road. Somebody, you know, starts freaking out because, uh, I don't know, maybe priest did something Pinched her butt or something. Judas Priest? And 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 they go Judas over priest, they, man. they go over the cliff. Judas fucking priest. They go over the cliff, all three of them die. So they get up to Saint Peter. Okay. And uh and and Saint Peter says, Well, you know, we've had a lot of people coming in lately. It's getting crowded in there. So now you've got to answer a trivia question to get in. Mm-hmm. But they're not too bad since you were none, so I'll give you easy ones, a couple of easy ones at least. So the first question to the first nun, who was the first man on earth? And, and, and the first nun says, well, that's an easy one, Adam. And the bells clang and the cymbals clang and the, and the heavenly host sings and the first nun walks in. So the second question to the second nun who was the first woman on earth? 
And the second one, second nun says, well, that, ooh, that's an easy one. Eve. And the bells clang and the cymbals clang and the heavenly host sings and the pearly gates open and the second nun walks in. With a third question to the third nun, what were the first words that Eve said to Adam? And she thinks, and she thinks, and she's like, I don't even know if that's specified. Finally she says, Ooh, that's a hard one. And the bells clang, and the cymbals clang, and the pearly gates open, and the third nun walks in. Nice. Okay. Okay. I got one. Okay, what do you got? I got one. Okay. So, same setup, actually. So, these three nuns arrive at the pearly gates, and it it turns out that St. Peter's really fucking cool. And he lets each of them know, well, since you devoted your entire life to celibacy, to Christ, to, you know, okay, well, none of you have known the touch of a man. So as a, as an extra bonus before you Did get you into just heaven. assume their sexual you, orientation? No, you can have sex with anyone you want to. I can? That's, that's what he tells the nuns. Oh, okay. So the first one goes. You have no idea how happy you almost made me. Let him tell the joke. So the first one, I want, that would be so much fun. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You want to tell this joke? I don't even know this fucking joke. Thank you. <laughs> God damn. Hey. So the first one Zach, says Johnny out. Depp. You have the power. I'm not even supposed That's to true. be here today. So the first one says Johnny Depp. <laughs> You're not even supposed to be here today. And poof. Johnny Depp just shows up. Okay. And fortunately, there are very, very convenient clouds for the purpose. Off they go. Okay. The second goes, no, no, I heard about Amber Heard. I'm going to go with someone else. Uh, Brad Pitt. Poof. Brad Pitt shows up. And they go off. And the third one thinks for a second. She goes, Joe Biden. And he goes, okay, but I got to ask, why? She goes, well, it's real simple. Everywhere I go, all the time, I would hear one suggestion. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Now I finally get my chance. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, wow, oh, what, so so uh, we back, should do this. To, we should have one. We should each bring a joke each week. One joke each. Back to Adam and Eve. Although before they fucked for the first time, uh, <laughs> you know what's Eve, horrific Eve about is, that whole story? Eve is <laughs> reacting. Who did Cain and Abel fuck? Yeesh. Eve is reacting. And uh, Adam says, uh, stand back. I don't know how big this thing gets. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of a guy who showed up at at his fucking wedding, and he was so excited the day before his wedding. He was a virgin, and he jerks off so much that he sprains his dick. So he goes to the hospital, and they have to put a fucking... uh, one of the a fucking splint on the goddamn thing. Ace bandage. So is, he, he doesn't know what he's going to do, but he, ha- he goes through with the wedding. And his, his wife is talking about she's waited so long, finally lose her virginity, and she's just so happy that it's going to be with, with him. And, and she's been saving herself for, for just this day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And he said, oh, yeah, no shit. I haven't even taken mine out of the box yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. All right. I got one. All right. So there's this guy who's just had the worst headaches his entire life. And, like, he's getting desperate at this point. He's like, I've got to find something that will fix this or I, I, I can't live with this anymore. So... He he finally finds a, a specialist, and like, specialist like, okay, so I I found a way to like map your nervous impulses, and I'm sorry to tell you, but it's it's coming from your testicles. There's there's it's something coming from inside the house. There's something there that's just it, it's causing this this perpetual migraine, and the only way to fix it is you have to, you, I have to remove them. It's like, well, do what you got to do because I can't live with this anymore. So. You know, perhaps Balls. he goes through surgery and, you know, finally gets he gets done. And he's, you know, the world's clear for the first time. And finally, these headaches are gone. And he, you know, he's like, well, I got to I got to adjust to my new life. I'm going to go get a new suit. So he heads down to the tailor and uh, it's one of those, you know, old craftsman type of tailors and you know, brings him in. And he starts Could you bring him like, back a you know what? suit and get a new one. He was one of those Craftsman kind of Craftsman was great for that with screwdrivers. He was exactly one of those kind. Okay. So he says, you know, I'm not going to bring out the, the tape measure. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you I can eyeball these things. And he's like, really? He's like, yeah. Uh, tells him his height. Tells him his weight. Tells him his shoe size. It's like, wow, that's amazing. It's like, yeah, so you've got uh, uh, this inseam, you've got this waist, you've got this shoulder, you've got uh, this size of uh, of underwear. He goes, wait, size four? No, 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 I've been a size two underwear my entire life. He says, no, you're not. If you wore a size two, it'd pinch your balls, you'd get headaches. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Wow. Oh, that's just fucked up. They had this doctor at the fucking county jail. Oh, God. We called him Dr. Touch. Because every single time, he was actually not a doctor, he was a physician's assistant. Every single time you went to see this asshole, didn't matter if you'd sprained your ankle, didn't matter if you'd gotten punched in the fucking face, Whatever it was that was wrong with you, he wanted you to turn your head and cough. You know? And you kind of had to do it. Because, you know, if you... Don't want to be rude. Well, it wasn't that you didn't want to be rude. <laughs> it's that if you... Especially re- to someone who's got their hands somewhere like that. If you refused, you weren't going to get the medical care. <laughs> so you basically had to let this guy grab your fucking balls... To get your fucking insulin if you were a diabetic. Do you know that's how they used to seal contracts in the Middle East? By insulin? Cupping each other's balls. Ooh. Well, if you grab them by the balls, their hearts and minds will You won't will screw follow. someone over twice if you, le- if you seal deals that way. I, yeah, but like, hmm. That's not, I know, that's, right? How much do I need this business deal to I, go through exactly? Yeah, I don't yeah be I'd that. rather just take my chances kicking them in the fork, the truth be I don't told. Have to be that friendly to like seal a business deal, you know? Like, I mean, what's wrong with the old signature? You know, can I just put some initials down here? And like, can, can I ask for a contactless delivery? 
Put it on the blockchain so if I don't pay my fucking debt, everybody will know. That's better than grabbing them by the balls. So uh, I grew up learning how to write cursive, right? Because they Cursive, foiled again. They don't teach that anymore in the schools. And in fact, uh, you don't even need to know how to sign your name on legal documents anymore. Uh, I recently had to sign some uh, legally binding contracts. They don't have you put a do even nut print, do they? No. Okay. No. Uh, you just, it's now all button clicks. They send you a link to a thing, you read through it, it highlights the things. Do you agree that clicking this button is the same as a signature? Right. Click button. Click button. Okay. Click, okay. Here's and then, the button. And then it goes through. This it. is the real button that matters. This is the button mm-hmm. that's a signature. The real button is this one, but the one before this was the one that made this the real button. But it just the shows thing that the would be most really generic. Easy, really interesting is have somebody else push the button right. and then say, I never consented to that. It, they, they have you do that, but what it does is it puts this really generic cursive font in for you. Right, so like maybe like it's there's actually an option where they where you can give them my your own image because I drew out a peace there, sign. There is that's true. Or I'm but, sorry, an anarchy sign. Same thing. One of the things I liked I about cursive handwriting was that it was mostly always unique to the individual. Some people's writing, like. Uh, the girls of the, like the mid '80s all had this like style that was very similar. Not all of them, but like a a bunch of them had a similar they didn't writing have style. Have a heart over the eye with that kind of a thing. Yeah, they're all very puffy. I knew it. But then, like you know, uh, like some of the dudes, they were very like you're supposed to slant the writing, almost italicized. You know, to, and some guys were like almost falling over right. because they were way too slanty. You know, and other people's were like just oh, like, I was it like said, that sometimes you know? after Grateful Dead shows. That just a little too slanty. Yeah, right? <laughs> fall right over. But one of the things that we've lost as human beings now is sort of the uniqueness of handwriting, right? The art that is handwriting, right? Now my handwriting isn't isn't fucking art. It looks like the scrawls of an idiot. Mm. Yeah, uh, but but it is creative, right? I type we've definitely lost the artistry of uh, of writing. If in fact we ever had it in this culture. But as read far as what the founding fathers even, wrote, read what Shakespeare even wrote, now, and you then still consider it to anybody print. modern. I'm sorry, boy. I can't listen to both of you guys at the same time. Bet uh, you can. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I Do mean, what about I, Shakespeare? Uh, consider what Shakespeare and the founding fathers wrote. Mm. Just the beauty of the language, the clarity of thought, and compare it to what you see out of people today. I mean... <laughs> I, well, I think yeah. that a lot of it is most of the things that the environmentalists say, I think, is full of shit. But and the reason that we have public the education lead in is so gasoline that was a terrible idea. No, that's not why we have public education. Well, we, well first of all, we don't have public education. We have, but, uh, we have schooling. Uh, well, they will teach you to be like a school of fish. It's true. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why we have what what we have. And I'll tell you the no, you name won't. of the guy who will whose words I'll I'll use. And it's Fred. No. Who? Who is it? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nobody heard that. That is cruel and unusual punishment. Go ahead, nobody. What? Nobody says nothing. Okay. Last comment out of me. If you do that again. 
Um, the uh, <laughs> I don't think. First of all, nobody believes that. <laughs> uh, well, basically, it means it's time for me to go home tonight. We're, You're done. We're, we're um, yeah, we got about like seven minutes. So oh, okay, well, it's almost time to go home anyway. Yeah, groovy. I want to smoke one, but the I uh, you do. Yeah, but but the thing is, I'm completely serious about what we've talked about tonight. I'm super serial, as Al Gore would say, and and I really think that we should make we should make this fucking coin tonight, and and we should actually start using this blockchain just among ourselves. I would like to put off this task until I feel more energetic than after a very <laughs> long show. Well, in that case, I might just go home and do it myself. Um, I've been trying to get you to do something like that for a long time, so yeah, do it. Mm. Make it. The thing is, when you say that... You make that, it, I'll do something okay, cool. The, 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 thi- the, thing, the thing is, a lot of libertarians do that. They say, oh, well, you should do that. Yes. And the thing that they're not saying that that is what an entrepreneur needs to hear is, if you build it, I will come. Because that just sounds noncommittal. That just sounds you like build, I have no, nothing to do. If I you write it, I do. will service your economy. Yeah. I'm, so if I'm not certain that I will, though. Like, I'd have to see it. And does it work? And I mean, I, I'm skeptical. I will of new, totally new give shit. you credit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will credit that uh, it is sufficient mm-hmm. that I will perform goods and services for. I, what What I'm really saying is, like, frequently you come up with a good idea, and I go uh, something along the lines of, "Why aren't you doing that?" Mm-hmm. And then, and the reason is the cycle because continues. all of these things in in um, involve trade. And so if I shop an idea around to 20 people and not a a single one of them says, oh, wow, that sounds like an interesting experiment. It would be worth 50 bucks for me to to take place in that, take part in that experiment and and figure out what would happen. Then my conclusion is I've got a bad idea and I need to come up with another one and keep doing that. Until I tell somebody right, the yeah. story and they get fucking excited and they actually want to do it because right. you can't start trading with yourself. Yeah, it is. You know, the entrepreneur must fail more times than you know any human yeah. being should before they hit that that idea and, that you know. Yeah, and true. that's that's the thing is I've told this story a thousand times before, but I think that thus far. This conversation that I had with you guys is the best airing of the idea that I've given. It's been my best rendition, you know. I and I wouldn't disagree with that. If well, if, the, if the nobody the actually starts trading with me on it, then I need to keep working on it for another six months. I and will try be your pizza again. day. You will be my pizza I will be, day. I will be your pizza Groovy. day. Groovy. Uh, you write it, I will perform some amount of service in order okay. to get one. Well, basically, and here's what you what you need need to think about, okay? Basically, if we issue these in the hopes that they reach a particular price, then what we would want to do would be to issue them at a discount. So that Makes basically, sense. if this thing is a success... Maybe you paid 75 cents for it, but 
the but the expected value of, of in trade is a dollar, and that's and so, why the SEC will never allow it. You know, guys, I think we have made a lot of progress here yep. tonight on Beard Talk Live, and I think that this is probably where we're going to call it a night. Wait Thanks a to second. our fan, Josh. Our caller, Thank you, Josh. we appreciate you. Thanks to you guys for participating and being here with Beard Talk Live.